Yes, sir. Welcome, everybody, to another fine episode of Weekly Games Chat. That's, of course, the world's greatest podcast about video games. My name is Sean, and this is episode number 366. That's a lot of episodes. So if you are a first-time listener, hey, how you doing? Thank you for, uh, for you know, downloading us and, and being here. Uh, we're also streaming this episode weekly uh, as we recorded on twitch.tv. And that would be, of course, if you search for weekly games chat. Shout out to our Twitch chat who's hanging out already. Um, you guys are just kind of okay right now. You're not lit. You're not the best, but we'll see how this goes. Uh, I'm not alone. I never am, uh, except for that one brief period of time. It's frightening. Uh, but I, I, would, I do, do want to welcome my friends, uh, John and Chris. Uh, what's up, boys? How you doing, John? You look great today. Uh, and Chris, rocking a hat today. So am I. This is what we do. John didn't get the hat memo, though. It's true. As soon as you put a white hat on, I was like, well, I'm going to be black hat. <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, I just want to say uh, for just to continue a conversation that we had offline that nobody knows about, right. I would like to answer the charge uh, of how many hours. I have played Assassin's Creed Valhalla. <laughs> right. Let me start off by saying that according to the statistics, uh, my total progress in that game is 75%. Mm. I have played 120 hours in that game. Yeah, yeah. And I have, I have assassinated 555 people. And I have traveled a distance of 934,000 kilometers. It's a lot of kilometers, yo. So those are my stats. I'm sure I'm almost done with the game, at least the main story. Uh, but there's a friend of ours, a friend of the show, who probably after this week might be, might, might, well, might have played or finished more Assassin's Creed games than I have. And that kind of makes me ashamed of myself because this guy is a piece of human garbage that I love dearly. But he is. He's a piece of garbage. And he knows it. Well, yeah, we're excited. Uh, we're going to give him credit where credit is due. He, has, he took on, he had never played Assassin's Creed games. So he took on this challenge of playing them all, which inspired me, who had dabbled early on in Assassin's Creed. It inspired you to a degree. Even and we do this a lot recently. I played Zelda, you got excited. If you play a game, I get excited, and it also got Chris kind of going because Chris uh, has been playing Valhalla recently too, again, just to have a little fun with it. But our friend Mike has, yeah, yeah, I don't know if I just fronted Chris out. Yes, good job, Uh, but yeah, but yeah, he's been doing this. What what, and why wouldn't you tell me? Just well, because I just remembered it. No, 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 Sean, I'm talking to Chris. I apologize, Chris. Why wouldn't you just volunteer that information to me? I think like I kind of said it. As, as no it way. I alluded to it while we were. No, in no, the no, no. That's become your favorite word. You've alluded to things. I alluded to You allude to things. Alluded. We were at dinner. We were at lunch. No, I like, wasn't doing that. I wasn't doing it then. It literally was like last night I downloaded it. So there you go. And it's, mo- it's ma- mainly because that was a game where he has played a lot in. I have. And then Mike finally got to Valhalla on his quest through Assassin's Creed games, which has mm-hmm. been remarkable. I'm going to challenge him, though. He doesn't know it. We're going to do an Assassin's Creed trivia to see how much he retained from his epic adventure. Uh, speaking I've- of epicness, uh, we got a couple of things I want to point out. Chris, we got to come to you for, you know, to say hello, of course. But there's something especially for you. Uh, this is from Core Chris. 
in our chat says, what up, Richard? Just a random hello until Chris. Piracy is not a victimless crime. Can't <laughs> wait to hear the show tomorrow. That's funny. Um, and, and that means Cor Chris may or may not stay the whole time. I don't know. But also, Hank himself is tuning in from Argentina right now, guys. We are we have a live stream going on Twitch for someone's watching us from Argentina. That is, of course, important because that is home of the bidets game on. Ricardo's, that's us. So I wanted to get before we forgot that I wanted to bring that up, John. Um, and, and before you, you ask, okay. <laughs> before you ask, I have not hooked up the bidet yet. You're scared uh, we had a, you got no, 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 no. No, we had a COVID situation in the house. Oh, and I, I had to be. Yeah, this, this is the first time Chris is finding out about it. Our audience and you at the same time. Uh, we had a positive diagnosis in the house, and I had to stay in my room. So that's why we I got did. to hang out with everybody you this okay? week. Got it. I, no. Yeah, everybody's fine. Uh, it's all good in the hood. But yeah, I was like, I'm not going to that bathroom. Mm-hmm. It's not happening. <laughs> well, that's the, but, the day, the, the, a functional and operational debate, if you use it every time, prevents COVID. Oh, well, now I can use that in my argument against the, the pros. When you, when you get done, you just let it splash you in your face, too. No, that's I tried to explain that the front button attachment does not do that. But yeah, guys, if you missed yeah, it, that was that, the front button. Yeah, it's it's front butt. If you missed it, that's Chris. Uh he, he is he's talking about bidets because we Chris is getting one too finally. Right, Chris? I would like to. <laughs> Chris's uh, situation kind of prevents him from it. But how you been, man? I've been pretty good. Um, yeah. So uh, just clarification on Valhalla. Um I think I went back to that because it's mainly one, it's a very beautiful game. Two, it's their experiment of it really being a games as service type thing, right? So I know that there's been a lot of stuff put in there since then. Um, yeah. So I was like, you know, there was there was a lot of stuff that honestly as I got towards the end, I just did not do because I didn't see I didn't want to have to hunt out everything to find out what was what I wanted to do versus right. what I what I needed, right? I had what I needed. So now I'm just kind of going back and, and checking boxes off and seeing some of the new stuff that they've put in there for free. And maybe, I don't know, maybe I'll get the DLC. We'll see. I doubt it, but it's a very long game. <laughs> well, that, hey, Chris, you didn't even know you did this, but speaking of going back and checking off a box, mm-hmm. uh, you know, ladies and gentlemen, this is our intro portion of the show. So this is the kind of talk you're going to get for a few minutes. Uh, I did go back and I finished the resident evil series on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, I felt, you know, I felt a little off after we recorded last week only because I don't like giving on a TV show. I feel like it's more easy to, to watch the whole thing and really give a good review. Think about like when we did Halo and stuff and I was, I kept hearing and seeing that it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. And if I got a little further, I was, I didn't realize this, but I was probably 20 minutes from it completely hooking me because I, after the show and the next coming days I went and I got completely hooked on the series uh and I think John to be quite honest I think like things you pointed out to me helped me uh like like the piano that I heard mm-hmm. and you and Chris kind of rallied on that a little bit last week well Chris I, alluded to it he did allude that's a good callback so as they played it I went and looked it up and I listened to it how it was in the game mm-hmm. uh, it, it little things started really standing out to me it really didn't do that up until this point. Uh, and then it was, it was gory. There was a chainsaw, like it got lit. And I was like, this is okay. And if you remember, uh, and John, I hate you for not giving reviews because Siskel and Ibert did, you know, 
uh, Rotten Tomatoes do, you know. Uh, but I gave it a five. I was wrong on the five. Uh, I think it's at least a 7.5 or an eight. Hmm. It's not the best, but it's definitely watchable. And it left us in a place where there's going to be more. So that should excite you. It it actually, yeah. I just, I hope it was, I don't know, successful enough. Cause you know how Netflix be, they be canceling things all the time. They do be canceling things. That's one of the things I hate about them and giving the money. Cause you get invested in a show and they just, they just give up on it. They just, eh, yeah. Unless it's like stranger things, right? Then they then they back up the Brinks truck and say, "Here you go, make your dream oh, season." I, <laughs> I heard this joke. Uh, what would Stranger Things be called in Great Britain? Mm-hmm. Uh, bit odd, isn't it? Yeah, I did see that. <laughs> bit odd, bit odd, isn't it? Odd, isn't it? <laughs> bit odd, isn't it? <laughs> uh, our friend Mike, who's also, ladies and gentlemen, a big Cobra Kai fan, mentioned unless you're Cobra Kai, then they just re- renew it forever. Because apparently everybody watches it. But I, I did notice, John, you or somebody pointed out that it was the number one show last week at the time of the recording. It has fallen off a bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't know why. Um, it's you know, it is what it is. Excuse me, I'm about to lose my voice. Um, but before I pivot to a, a show I'll watch, because you guys actually went to a movie together, I gotta say I finished the terminal list on Amazon with Chris mm, yeah. Pratt. If you're Chris Pratt out for the other things he's in. Give this one a try. It's it's uh, especially if you like. I don't want to say a war movie, if that makes sense. But if you like tactical movies, you like a movie that'll tug at or a show that'll tug at your heart because something devastating happens. And he puts on a heck of a performance. I don't know that I've seen him. I don't think I've seen Chris Pratt be a better character than he was in this movie. Maybe or show show. Sorry, I keep saying movie show. So if you've got Amazon Prime, check that out. But the boys. Uh, so this is going to be like a combo story. <laughs> see what I did there? Um, so we're going to go. This is what we're going to lead into, and we're going to see where they where they go with this. So Chris tried to put his hand in John's popcorn during this movie, and John <laughs> found out he's got some updates on potential food for theater snackage. So I'm going to sit back, let them pivot off each other, and let's see how this story goes because uh, you guys, you ventured into a movie together. We did. It, John, we haven't gone to a movie. I mean, like, we've been to movies, you know, but that's probably the first time John and I chose to go to a movie together in a while. It didn't go that way. Um, Clarissa was like, please just go with him once so he'll just stop. No, I, just- <laughs> I was like, remember when we used to love, when we used to laugh? when we used to hold each other um and we used to frolic to the Carmack cinema right uh but yeah we went and saw nope um and i gotta say that was an interesting movie right john i, I think we can agree that it's like it's distinct um i don't think for anyone who's like is it better than get up or get out which is uh probably the most unfair question of all time to someone like that you know, no, I don't think it is, but I think it was a pretty fun movie. Uh, definitely had a surprise in there. And, you know, I was, it's the first movie he's shot in IMAX. And I have to say it earned the IMAX price because there are some beautiful, like just shots in that movie of like, because it's in a valley, right? And you, you have what's coming at them. <laughs> You get to watch that uh, in full IMAX spectacle. It's really, really fun. Um, we had a very adventurous time getting to the movie, right, John? Um, 
as as we were supposed to meet at two, but one of well, our that, friends is terrible no, at that. No, that's your that's your fault. <laughs> that's yeah, your it is. Friend. Yeah, yeah. I took it back. I took it back. Yeah. So yeah, we decided to meet at um, our, the world's greatest deli, Jason's Deli. <laughs> it's a local joint. <laughs> Uh, local place. <laughs> I wonder what New Yorkers. Our friend about really Jason's likes Billy. Our friend really likes the house uh, ranch. He has he has a ton of that and a little bit of salad to go with it. Um, yeah, that house ranch was on point, right? <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I walk into Jason's Deli. I'm thinking I'm meeting the the guys at two o'clock, and Chris <laughs> walks in behind me and says, "So, uh, our friend is not." gonna be here until about 2 30 and like and basically in my mind i went so he's actually running ahead of schedule if we think about his if we think about his track record in in, in the past i mean when when chris and i were living together this guy um I, I uh-oh john has had some audio issues john is turning into a robot as he speaks <laughs> but yeah um i'll continue here while he's doing that yeah, he, oh, oh, he's back. He's back. He's back. Go ahead, John. Yeah, yeah. Well, shoot fire. Um, <laughs> I'll leave Chris to disclose that name if he wishes to. Otherwise, I will just keep it. Josh. So, it was our Josh. friend Josh. 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 Okay. Josh. <laughs> so, I mean, when I was living with Chris, he would say on a Friday, "Yeah, Josh is gonna. Josh is coming. He'll 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 be here tonight, and he'll show up Sunday." <laughs> it's just the truth. Hey guys, I had some laundry to do. What? Yeah. yeah. Something like it took that. Took you two and a half days to do laundry, bro? I and I did an experiment this time. I was like, because he told me he suggested we meet at two. And I said, okay. And okay, yeah. you know, was, he seemed confident in it. Hadn't heard anything from him. Hadn't gotten an alarming thing where I get a message at 5 a.m. and go, oh no. Uh because right. <laughs> we all know what that means with him. You know, and I was like, he hasn't said anything. He knows we're going to a movie today. Uh, and regardless, the ticket is bought and he's going to send me money for that ticket if he does its show. Um, but you know, get there and I should have called him. I should have called him. I always usually do, but I decided to test the theory. What happens? And sure, sure. Uh, I was not surprised when I got to the theater and right before I pulled in, I heard my phone ring and someone say that he was 40 minutes away. Because he did not remember the time he suggested we meet at the theater. Well, or the you know, deli, to I his guess. credit, to his credit, you said he would, you know, he's running late. He'll be there at two 30. He was mm-hmm. there at two twenty five. Yeah. So he was early for his own lateness. Um, so we, <laughs> uh, we decided, we decided to go in, uh, before the movie, you know, Chris was saying, yeah, you know, we'll, we can miss previews. Who cares about previews? Except for one. Nobody, that was the worst preview I've ever seen. You're just trolling. What was it? What was it? Some Nolan film. You know how he is about. Yeah, Nolan. Chris did at least say this is what Chris said on that. He says that movie or that trailer didn't show anything, but I was still nervous and excited from the music in the trailer. It's because he uses Hans Zimmer, man, and it's yeah. like it's the same with like when you watch the Dunkirk trailer or even nobody like, knows who Hans Zimmer is. Stop dropping. I thought he said Hans Zimmer, man. <laughs> but uh or or the dark knight rises trailer i mean he knows how to use that man's music and build and like you just you know it, it's like even the of course where it all started the dark knight with the uh with the very fast violins with the joker right that man yeah. makes really intense themes and they usually fit his films but i can't wait for it we'll see yeah whatever man 
Um, Wasn't the best trailer I saw this weekend. <laughs> yeah, whatever. That too. <laughs> um, but yeah, we got there and <laughs> we tried to order snacks. There was trouble. They were out of popcorn. You ever been to a theater where they were out of popcorn? That just doesn't make sense to me. It was weird. But I, but I, but I, I ordered popcorn because I realized that with my, with my health issues, <laughs> old man chat, that I can, uh, that, that <laughs> as long as I have no butter or that fake butter juice that you put on that, on that popcorn, as long as I just eat it by itself, I'm good. Yeah, I can confirm it's 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 like a buttery, oily mixture. I used to pour those vats of butter into the pumps that would heat it up, where you could go and put it all over your popcorn. Yeah, we used to actually when I worked at the theater because I did a long time ago, made my rank, you know, my ways up in the rankings. Uh, when I made it to serve popcorn, that was called a concessionist, and I remember folks, some folks didn't want any butter. And then some folks, we used to have the, the little butter pumpers in, behind the station. But they would pumper. want like, they would want all the butter. And I'd be well, like, are you, do you want any popcorn with your butter? Like, you know. Well, sometimes people at the, at like, um, at like the other theater, they used to let you, they might still do this. They used to, they used to fill it halfway and let you go put some butter in there and then come back and they'd, and they'd fill it all the way up and then you put butter on the top. So you'd have a butter patch. <laughs> a old butter patch. <laughs> on the top and you and you as you're as you're going as you're running out of butter it's it hits you as a in a flood halfway down um i'm a fat bastard but anyway. you, you are but it, hey, you're adorable we the are, movie, we are at this point. the movie was fine i thought it was a bit um Damn. messy mm-hmm. you know what the guy you know what you know what jordan he's he's always got these underlying symbolic allegorical themes behind his films i understand that um, but they were very fractured, the fragmented. Say uh, it didn't the movie didn't really stick the landing that well to me. But you know, you can appreciate at least what it was trying to do. Um, but I can't really say that I cared much about any of the characters. Not really. Yeah, they don't really do much. There's not much behind the characters, right? They're just kind of there. Um, without really giving too much away, it seemed to be the low key theme is spectacle. Yeah. Um, um Thor love and thunder was a better movie. Funnier movie, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I really liked, um, the sister. She, and I, um, everybody says that I was annoyed by her. I like her. her completely obnoxious. Mm-hmm. She's kind of over top. And I liked, uh, uh, what's his face showing up in there? Ah, oh, dang it, Michael. Uh, well, <sighs> Wincott. Oh, oh, I'm, ki- I'm Chris kidding. Can't name drop. I'm yeah. kidding. Uh, if anybody's like me though, and you wanted, because I saw the, the joke is, are they a nope on nope? I don't know yet, but I went and looked at Rotten Tomatoes. It's fresh at an 83 percent on the tomato meter. Damn, the audience score gives it a 71, and that's almost that's over 2,500. Verified rating. So, I mean, does that sound right to you, John or Chris? Yeah. I mean, I don't have a problem with that. I don't think it's a bad movie. I don't think, I mean, I think I enjoyed it more than us. Um, it's, it's just, you, it's very, I'll I'll say it's probably him taking the most risk he did of anything. Like he's really doing some 
as John said, it's like abstract stuff. And like, you know, you kind of want you to probably sit back and think about it after the fact. Um, right. You know, that kind of thing. But I, I don't know. It was like, for instance, like when I saw the black phone a couple of weeks ago, I think that's going to be a movie that for horror fans, even like it's horror. just going to be that's a more crowd pleasing movie, I think. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> well, the right. most the most annoying thing about the movie and Chris, you'll understand it when I tell you that the Bible verse from the book of Nahum, mm-hmm. um, I just wish people would stop doing that with Bible verses. It's like they go into the Bible, they look at a verse and they go, oh, that kind of that kind of rings true with kind of what I'm doing with this movie. This verse, if you look at it and you kind of. In its entirety. It has zero to do with any of the themes of that movie. Zero. I'd have to it, go back it, and look it's, at it. It's completely <laughs> non-applicable. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, you know, <laughs> I just a little nitpick there, but I was like, come on. That doesn't even Well, you, you grew up as a preacher's son, so that's a fair nitpick. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, so are we are we gathering that nope, nope is a yup from Chris and a nope from John? <laughs> no, it's not a nope. It's very interesting film. And he does oh. some it's 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 a very cool idea that I just don't think he executed as well as he could have. But I can't say that can't say that I ever saw anything really. I've never seen an idea like that. Mm-hmm. Well, here's a, the deal. A really cool idea. This I can't remember another movie you guys or we have gone to that wasn't to do or didn't have anything to do with like a superhero movie or a fantasy movie or something like that. There was a was time, time long time Chris, ago you where Black Phone yeah, there was a time long time ago where John and I, especially when we were living together, we were going, I mean, I wouldn't say every weekend, right? But like, I would say at least once a month, we go see a film together. Um, you know, but we were, we were younger then John, John would be more we're old willing. now. So we call them films. Yeah. John would actually be willing to go see well, like a, always called them films. That's yes. pretentious AF. We call them movies, but that's what they are. They're films. Oh my. A, you're not like in an academy you know that right you're chris our friend but i'm on there yeah well, i'm gonna be on there one day i'm gonna be on the academy you're not gonna be on the academy bro <laughs> shut it down but uh, yeah I, we all i feel like that's something i, I kind of miss I, I miss the idea of when i used to go to the movies a lot tilly and i used to go to the movies a lot i'd go with friends a lot it was just a different time boys different time Speaking of time, you guys got anything else you wanted to add for this intro portion of the show? Are you guys good and ready, John? Are you getting greased up uh, for the, uh, you know, the, for the the topic this week? Chris, oh, I don't know if get, you put oh, anything out. Let me get ready. One, two, mm-hmm. three, four, five. <laughs> He's getting greased. He's doing a cat licking. There's a big hint. I don't, Chris, I didn't see if you put anything in the Discord. I, if, if you missed that. That's I cool. Did. Yeah, I was unfortunately busy this afternoon. I forgot to. It's all it's, me. It's fine. We, we only had a whole week, but it's fine. Uh, I'm kidding. That was fun shade. It was not a pot shot like John throws. John will throw a left hook at you, and you won't even know it's coming. It's great. That was a that was a pot shot right there. That was a that was a pot <laughs> shot right. But we love uh we love you guys so much for listening. We thank you. This has been the intro. So we're gonna uh probably if Chris pushes a button. Uh, <laughs> that's funny, Heg. Um, to see what I just laughed at, ladies and gentlemen, you'd have to be on Twitch and see us record this show to see the chat, which is, which is amazing. 
But I'm good, boys, if you are, and, and I'm ready for this topic. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening uh, so far. Uh, and that's whether or not you, you know, fast forwarded right over to this topic time or if you listen to the entire intro, we appreciate you. We all have arrived in the land of topic timeness. Uh, and what I'm going to do now is shut up so we can allow our friend Chris to do the thing he does to make it an official topic time for this week. The topic is. Cat game. <laughs> oh, Trey. Uh, yeah. So John, um, John played it. Chris did too, but that's a story. And I went to look at it and was like, I heard it was only like a five hour game. Could be true or not. I didn't do any further research, just heard what I heard. And I said, I don't want to spend that much money on it. Um, but we'll see what John says to see if I made a mistake. Well, John, you got a good reason for the fact that you didn't mind paying what you paid, right? So, yeah, I should, I should preface that. Uh, I, I, I will say that I was, I was pretty excited pe- uh, in the past couple of weeks about it. And when I, when I heard that you can get the game, for free, if you will, um, if you if you upgrade your PS Plus subscription to, I think deluxe or premium. I think deluxe would have got it for you too. I could be wrong about that. Um, that was a big. That was an incentive for me to go ahead and just jump on it and do it. And in addition to that, I was I was looking at the list of games that I could play, and I was able to trade in a few games that I currently own, like Returnal and Demon Souls and this and that because they were available with a premium subscription. So I was like, yeah, let's do this. But I don't know when I first saw this game, I was like, okay, it's a game about a cat. That'll be cute. I guess didn't really, didn't really catch my interest, but I don't know. I I can't really put a finger on it. Um, why it caught my interest, but the, I maybe, maybe it was incentivized with the additional deal. I think uh, Sean, you could correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe it was 49.99. Maybe that was the price or was it a full you're muted, I think. I don't know. I can't hear you. Totally muted. No, it was 30 bucks, 29.99 on oh, really? PS, on PlayStation 5. I, and Chris bought it on Steam, so I don't know how much it was there. It was well, on that sale changes for 20, everything. It was on sale for like 26, I think. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. You ready for my Richard? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Meow. Dogs um, are better than cats. Four. <laughs> uh, well, I, I, let me say, I, I, let me put it this way. When I was done with this game and I finished it last night, I, every cat I saw on my way to bed, I have four cats, ladies and gentlemen. And the reason I have four cats Crazy is, cat because, is because my wife is beautiful. Your wife. That's why I have them. But. You know, I don't in general love cats, but it's like kids. If you don't like kids, but you have kids, well, you like your kids. You just don't like 
other oh, that's not why you have kids john you like other things <laughs> that's funny i don't i'll have to ask you what you mean by that later <laughs> but uh but i'll say when i finish this game every cat i saw from my couch to my bed i picked that cat up and i gave it a hug oh it was it was just this game was this game touched touched all the feels it 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 hit the emotions so they're still there um and it really captured being a being a being an owner of cats it really captured you know it's it's like it's like how batman arkham arkham games make you feel like batman like spider-man makes you feel like spider right right for a minute yeah this game makes you feel like a cat and it embraces everything it um it embraces the um the mundane nature of cats everything that everything about a cat that annoys me is a, is is somewhat endearing in this game you can walk up to you can walk up to a couch and scratch the couch um one of the coolest things that i just i was just you know tinkering around with it i was in this library and you get you had the opportunity to kind of crawl into this cubby and kind of lay down and go to sleep and when you went and when you lay down and went to sleep the uh, dual sense controller the speaker started purring it was such an amazing moment as stupid and cheesy as that sounds but this game charmed me it really did and it and it and it and it had such an, an emotional um ending to it which i won't spoil which kind of reminds me and i don't i, I don't even, even remember the name of the game but it was it was a few years back uh when we were still doing the show at, at chris's apartment it was a small indie game where you were this kid who fell Watch. out of a fishing boat yeah oh that was and, gonna and rhyme uh rhyme 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 yeah i was just it, kidding about that Firewatch. that game oh yeah yeah Firewatch. when you first said well when you first said the kid game i was like nutsack game nutsack <laughs> game is the best. rhyme rhyme wasn't a perfect game but it stuck with me for for a long time because of how impactful and and heartbreaking the ending was and on that same emotional level this game is gonna stick with me for a while it's i'm, I'm gonna be thinking about it for a long time Really? But the pre- but the premise of it is you you know you're 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 you you wake up with your cat buddies and you're you know you're going right along with with three or four friends in your in in your little you know pack if you will I'm not sure what you call a group of cats <laughs> pride <laughs> I don't know um, I and right. you get sep- you get separated from your your from your cat buddies as you fall down this this really deep cavern. Um, and once you fall down there, there's no, that you're, you don't, you don't have a way of escaping. You, you find yourself in this forgotten lost cyber city, uh, that consists of main, uh, that consists of just cybernetic robots. Um, this, this robot city, and you have to find a way to escape this, this, this forgotten world, if you will. And you, you, you come across this, um, this little, it's almost like, um, it's kind of like your companion for the game. Kind of like Ellie, like Ellie and Joel, (laughs) Joel has a companion, you know, uh, but this one is like, almost like, um, Jedi fallen order that little, that little droid, I forget what they called him. Uh, um, and he's sort of your, your helper throughout the game. I won't, I won't spoil 
you know, much about what he is, who he is and why he's there. But every little thing you can't do related to a cat, he's there to help you. He's there to, he's there to communicate with the, the other, um, the other robots. He's there to help you solve puzzles. He's there to help you defend yourself against, against certain enemies. Um, and it's just, it's, it, it, it's, it's that, it's that I will say for this, for the purpose of the story, not only the charm of this cat, this main character, which doesn't have a name. Um, it's just the charm of this, of this friendship that starts to develop between these two, you know, this biological entity versus this, you know, this, um, this robot. Well, the, the quick tangent, you I, wanted to I, know I, the, the robot and star Wars fallen order. Uh, there's two answers given one's correct. One's not correct. One was Ray Skywalker, and the other one was BD1. I'll let you pick which one was the right answer. Yeah, Ray Skywalker. <laughs> I gotta, I, and, and this is a complete uh, squirrel, but I gotta hand it to Disney. One thing they have done well with their Star Wars extension is they have created some amazing droids, some yeah, very some new memorable droids. droids. Uh, you can say that about the Kenobi series that they had these amazing droids that were a part of it. That you could say that about Rogue One. All throughout, whether it's their video games, or whatever they they seem to really know. How when to, you thought it was just uh, R two and C three PO for yeah, life, just for the longest time it was R two and C three PO. That's all you really cared about. But they really made every every other creation very endearing. But mm-hmm. back to this, um, you were a cat through and through, and you know your mannerisms, everything you do, you can stop and scratch post carpet. You, you know, when you, when it's, you, you would go typically knocking on a door, you scratch at the door and a robot comes to the door to let you in and talk to you. Um, it's a platforming puzzle game. And I would say it's on the casual side. There's nothing that's going to be mind bending uh, for you. The cat controls, <laughs> cat controls, the con- controlling the cat, at first seemed a little strange, but you get used I've to it. I've always controlled the cat, buddy. Yeah, buddy. But you get used to it very, very quickly. And when I mean very quickly, I mean within 15 to 20 minutes, everything just seems so natural. Um, yeah. I was, I, I, when I was done with the game, I went to the refrigerator and got a glass of milk. Um, uh, John. <laughs> and, and I started scratching the couch. Uh, John, I just clawed uh, the couch for no reason. I feel like we we have to do this correction here. You called this game a platformer. That is not correct. This is called a catformer. Cause cause you're a That's cat. a good point, Chris, because you're a cat, John. Yeah. Uh Chris, I hate you. So <laughs> uh John just said meow off. The 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 only thing about this game as far as the cat's uh mannerisms, everything is so authentic. I mean this this is a love letter. If 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 you could say anything, this is a love letter to cats. This is this was designed by a guy who loved cats or a team that loved cats. But one of the things they got that was completely wrong at no time, no time whatsoever, did the cat try to show a robot his butthole. It didn't happen. That is fake news. That's going to be a mod. Fake news. Fake news. Because when, and he's, yeah, they've already had, in fact, I saw a mod today. You guys probably saw it too, where you can play as Garfield the cat. As we should Which, all. I'm just like, wow, man, that's, of course they would, of course they were going to come up with that. But, um, you know, this, this cat walks with his tail down. I don't see cats walk with their tails down. They keep them up because they really want you to see, at least my cats do. They want me to see their, (laughs) their, their posterior, 
Um, but, but a lot of the game starts, you know, you get through the intro part of the game to sort of get to this kind of hub section of the game. Um, where you, where it's like this central town where you're interacting with people, you can choose to help them, you know, help them find certain things. Um, it's, 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 but it's pretty, it, it doesn't deviate much from, you know, a linear experience. I mean, you can spend as much time as you want. There, there's a guy in the town who's a musician. You can and you can find sheet music for them. If you find all the sheet music, you get a trophy. Um, I don't think I did find all the sheet music, but I know that's a trophy in the game. You can you can actually you get a trophy in the game for sleeping nonstop for one hour. I think the trophy's called catnap. Um, a, I love trophy names, dude. That's gonna yeah, it's really cool. I mean, you can get a trophy for finishing the game under two hours which is i which is i played it doesn't seem like that's a big chore seems like that could be pretty easy um but you know you you are you are you are easily um mistaken at the beginning of the game for a a, a, an enemy creature because you're small in stature there's this there's this creature that you just that you encounter throughout the game that that's called a dog john it's called a it's, yeah. It's funny. It's called a a zerk. The, the 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 androids call them zerks, and they're like these metallic eating, flesh eating little balls of fluff. They sound cute, and in fact, it it kind of, that's part of that that's part of their um their dangerousness, if you will. Chris, you all right, buddy? Looks like you hurt. There's. <laughs> Something that is clicking, and I don't know what it is. I just texted you, John. It might be you. Don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. It's coming up big. Is it coming up big? Yeah. 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 It's making it. Yeah. It's making its presence known. (laughs) (laughs) That's the that's the producer. Like, wait a minute. (laughs) No, it's it's all good. But yeah, John, you do this to me, and I I love you and hate it. Hate you for it. I don't play a game. And then John plays the game, and John has a way to make me go. God, why didn't I play the game, uh, Sean? I, I, I'm I'm immensely charming and <laughs> humble. I'm persuasive. <laughs> I'm not I'm not humble in any sense of the word. Listen, because you did you did call me and you said, "Hey, Sean, just letting you know, I'm going to be able to play the game for free if you upgrade." The whole spiel you gave about the upgrade to the premium or whatever it's called. I looked into that, and so I was. I was like, all right, do I want to spend $30 on a game that I'm not sure of? Uh, had no idea that it would be, it would have an attach rate to you like it did. Um, and then also when I looked at the conversion, I was like, well, I could, I could pay a little less for the remainder of my current subscription, but then at re-up time, I need to do seven DJ gigs. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm kidding. But like, so it's, I ended up yeah, not playing it. It's pricey once the re-up. I got to be, I got to be. I got to be ready for it. I got to keep in mind when it happens. <laughs> it's so, really not though. If you think about like, I, I thought about this. It's cheaper than Netflix. Yeah. Isn't it also cheaper than ultimate game pass? Uh, maybe. What is it? 1299 for ultimate game. Pass? No, ultimate 24. Is, no, ultimate is $15 a month. Yeah. Oh, which is cheaper than. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right about that. But um, the the townspeople, the 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 androids in in these in these communities, 
start to rely on this cat because it is able to do things and get to places um, that these androids just can't do. They're not fast. They're clunky. They can't, they're not agile. They can't get certain places. Um, so they send you out on these, on these little missions and they're just fun. They're, they're really fun missions. You go out where the platforming just shines and the puzzles are just really fun without being overbearing, um, which, which is just, the game kept introducing you to new things. It never, it never became stale in the five to six hours. You can put eight hours in it, um, maybe up to 10 hours if you want to get the full platinum, which I might very well do. Um, it's just, it's, it was really just a charming little experience. Um, and it's really about, you know, it, it would be kind of soulless if this world wasn't alive. The, these, these androids in this game are funny. They're heartbreaking. They're very human um, in their hopes, in their dreams, what they look forward to. What Robots have dreams. <laughs> they actually do. Um, it, it's 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 like you see your you see your own humanity in the things that these people are worried about. These people, there oh, you go. There I like this. I've, these, I've, and, I've, these androids are worried about. They 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 care about their loved ones. They miss their. They miss their dearly departeds. Um, and, and they're just, it's, it, there's such a living, breathing element to this game. Um, in addition to your relationship that you build with, uh, this robot that is his, his name is B12. Haha. Take your vitamins folks. So <clears throat> this relationship, as it progresses, he helps you out, you help him out. Um, and you just develop this, mutual adoration and love for each other. Just a really, really beautiful story that I just, people do that with dolls. Um, I can't max dolls. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm a little worried right now. Cause I'm hearing emotional attachment and human Chris is like feelings. Bail, no, bail. With, with robots and James Cameron and all the others have taught me. This is when you need to take them down. They are a threat to us. They will end us all. There's probably a reason there's no humans in this game. <laughs> well, that's a big that's a big reveal, and it and it explains why. I'll, I I probably need to shut up. Yeah, but, you know, yeah. it's a very it, it's a very it it thrives on story. It thrives on it, it thrives on characters. It thrives on relationships. Um, and. I have four cats and there's one of them that I think could be as smart as this cat has the oh, potential. Legit. Yeah. My uh, cat Michonne can probably get, get her. Samus's feelings are hurt right now that you say Samus that. is an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, uh, people are, are at least one person said that I would probably like the music in the game. Uh, yeah, so I hope I, you kind of talk about that. Yeah. The music's really good. And in fact, I think you can, I think you can get the soundtrack on steam. You can buy it separately. I think I noticed that, but the, but the music's really good. Um, very fitting to the atmosphere. The atmosphere is amazing. Some creepy areas, some beautiful areas. Um, they really didn't. This is, this is a double a game that looks like a trip. This is an indie game in, in my mind that looks like a triple a experience. Well, I'm glad you brought that up. Cause one question we had in chat, uh, this was from Panda Claus. So what up, Panda Claus? Uh, what was really strange to Panda was that people compared this, at least initially or maybe post-release, to Inside or Limbo. And um, Panda has no clue how that conclusion happened. Is it anything like those games? 
Do you remember those games? I do. I would say no, right? To be honest with you, um, I don't. Th- I don't think so. You, you'd have to go. You'd have to go out of your way to make comparisons. I'm sure you can find them. Um, to me, the closest experience is um, shoot. The sequel's coming out this fall, Chris. Plague Tale. Plague Tale. Plague's Tale. It's yeah, got my name's that, Chris for a minute. It's got, that, <laughs> uh, it's got that brevity to it. It's got that. Oh. It's got that story that it's got. I don't. It's just got where the puzzles. A lot of the puzzles were based on the rats. A lot of the puzzles are based on figuring out how to get past enemies in a safe way, that kind of thing. And just I don't know that the the general tone, um, reminded me a lot of the style of a Plague Tale. I think a Plague Tale is longer. But it's not a but it's not a tremendously long game. Um, but to be honest with you, I don't know that. I mean, this game is in, to me. This game was extremely unique. I don't know that I've ever played a game where I'm playing a cat, much less a dog. Well, I, I was thinking about if, that. How does know, that I feel? I've played like I don't even know if I played um a full experience as an animal. That's where I was about to say, like, I don't, I can't think of a game and I got one in mind, but I don't think you've ever played it. Any game I've played, normally they're straight up and down, or if they get on an animal, you're the person riding the animal. Or if Uh, you're an animal, you have these, these superpowers and things like that. And the important thing to note is this cat is just a ordinary cat. It has no powers. It has no special abilities in the eyes of these androids. It's a superhuman because it's able to do things. You're fast. You can get past these creatures. You're you're able to reach that. that to them, you're a superhero. And in many ways, because you are a feline, you feel like a superhero because you know a cat can jump what ten times its height at some. It, I don't want to know if this is spoilery. Do they incorporate nine lives at all into the game? You get to die <laughs> only nine times. There's a trophy. <laughs> I think if you, nice. I think the trophy, um, if you die nine times, I actually got that trophy. If you die <laughs> nine times, uh, it gives you a nine lives trophy. No, I need that trophy in my life, dude. Yeah. Um, I will say just uh, my wife loves cats. Your wife. Your wife. Uh, she watched the first 15 minutes of the game with me and got immediately upset and left. And she told me that you better get that cat back to his little kitty friends. <laughs> And she would ask me every day, like, did you, did you get that cat home? Did you get that cat home? That's funny. And I, won't uh, so- spoil, I won't spoil my answers to her, but um, I will say that the, that the general tone um, and, and the ending to this game is, is very hopeful, bittersweet and hopeful. Um, makes you wonder if they're going after a sequel. It would oh, be cool. Um, I wouldn't mind it, but I also wouldn't mind if they don't. Pooch, um, because it's just. Uh, I'm sorry. Well, got, what, what, Chris, what did you say? Pooch, pooch. The sequel. I got and a question is, for you. Burgess um, going like, I'm dumb. I, I think you answered one. So by having trophies on PlayStation, this game is definitely platinumable. Yeah. Is it something that's an easy plat, or yes. is it going to take some work? Yes, I mean the kind of. I mean, there's a lot of. I, look, I looked through the list last night, so and a lot of them were hidden. So mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't look at the full list, but I can't imagine this is a difficult trophy uh, platinum. 
I mean, like I said, this game takes you five to eight hours, depending on how much you want to cover, how much you want to do. Um, And there's a trophy for finishing it in two hours, which I think is completely doable. Is this game co-op at all or a straight single player? It's a straight single player game, as it should be. And John, before this review, did you know, and shout out to SoFly for Googling this as you talked about a group of cats. Did you know that a group of cats was called a clowder? A a clowder? Yeah, like the word chowder, but with an L instead of an H. I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, SoFly uh, said Google for the win on that one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, uh, Chris would like this. Um, There's a a button on the controller that, that the circle button... If you hit the circle button, the cat meows whenever you hit that yeah. button. And it meows all the time. So I was, during the course of the intro to the game, I was just hitting the button over and over again. And Burgess would not stop looking at the TV. Just like, he was like, why is my kitty on the TV? There he is. There's Burgess. Hey, Burgess. Also, uh, and we didn't put this in the intro, so maybe you thought this went away. Um, but the, it has not stopped, ladies and gentlemen. The tradition we've started with what is better than Odyssey and immediately circling back to Clowder Weekly Games Chat, which is Chris running the show right now, said that Clowder was better than Odyssey. No, it's his Celeste, or did I just? Well, no, it? that's yeah, the newest I, one. Look, if something yeah. gets brought no, up, I'm saying John, it started at least with that. That was one of the first ones I've seen. It's continued throughout the show, and that's actually one I believe in. Celeste is greater than Odyssey. I've <laughs> I've never played Celeste. It's a hard game. Unless well, and then we got a question, guys, from none other than Josh who in Josh fashion is about an hour and nine minutes late to the party. Uh, Josh says, how do you platinum this podcast? Which you just have to, I don't know, Josh, that's a good question. We have to come. You what subscribe. if we came up with a platinum? <laughs> you like, you follow. Uh, and yeah, subscribe, you- like, follow, join the discord, send emails, you platinum. If you have a Twitch channel, if you want to just go ahead and share our screen or our streams when you're not live, you know, thanks. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, but we've closed our platinum trophy. We now have uh, expansions that are going to make it harder if you didn't originally platinum the game or the mm-hmm. podcast, I should say. So you're screwed. <laughs> but John, I, once again, exquisite, exquisitely done. Um, you know, I I appreciate you. Uh, and, I, you know, this seemed like it was an easy thing to talk about because of the impact the game left on you. And that that is always a beautiful thing in my eyes being a gamer. Is that fair to say? Oh yeah, I was eleven uh, fifteen last night. I was crying. Legit, as you got your glass of milk. <laughs> as I was, I was lapping it too. I was, Actually, yeah. he's like, no, I poured it in a bowl and got on all fours and drank it that way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Also, are there any fur balls in this game? Do you cough any fur balls? Up? Oh shoot, man! They they really missed opportunities. <laughs> no fur balls. No fur. No fur. No. It no probably fur-ball. messed up the platforming. It's very terrible. Is there a point where you're forced to look at something and push an object off of a high ledge as it tells you, please don't do that? There is a trophy for that. Okay. Yeah, you're, 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 um, you get, you can, uh, you can interact with certain objects in the world just to see what happens. Um, and in, in typical cat form, the, the thing you would expect to happen happens where you come up on a paper bag and you hit the, hit the triangle button and you get your head gets stuck in the bag and you start walking all awkwardly. And finally you shake the bag off. Um, they really, they really embrace like, you know, adorable. you there's, there's puzzles where you have to walk across keyboards, you know, which is, 
which is what a cat's favorite thing to do is when you're at work. They, they oh, yeah. really think that they need to help you work. Um, there's uh, moments where you can walk across pianos, Dude, all, all the stuff. They they really went out of their way to make to make the endearing things about cats, the jokes about cats, how it just sit, it sits there on a table and just sort of bats something off the table. Why? Why? Science cannot a tiger. It's a killer. That's why. <laughs> you're yeah, muted again. Yeah, now you're coming through your speaker. It's fine. As you fix that, uh, <laughs> of of course, our friend Mike says that sounds terrible. Uh, cat game. Mike has two dogs. Yeah, one big dog and one tiny dog. I'm now a dog guy, so I'm wondering if if I'll feel the same about cat game. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, Draven says cats are Richards. <laughs> like they are cats straight really up. are they do not care They're about up. you they don't care how in a cat's feel. eyes you're in his house yeah you know what i'm saying if they need you they will come find you and you should be prepared for them no. d white says it's not worthy to point out that Talk. this game had a massive hold up had massive hype and pressure to be good but managed to clinch it if you look at the steam score Fun fact, though, Chris returned this game because Chris is heartless. Yeah, the, the, it's uh, the Steam score. You know how the Steam score looks. It says very positive, mostly positive, mixed, that kind of thing. This says overwhelmingly positive. Um, I don't know that the Metacritic score necessarily reflects what they would call overwhelmingly positive, but that is in, that is a user score. Mm-hmm. Um, and I put, honestly, I put more credence into a user score. Like Steam, like if it says it on Steam, it's I think overall pretty legit because I think the I think the the scores on Steam take them I think the users on Steam take themselves a little bit more seriously than yeah the way they behave on Metacritic sometimes uh, not always I, I, <laughs> I do and I do like the last thing I want to say I think I would have got lost in the cyber look of the city. I love the way they captured the aesthetic of that. And that's why I haven't played Cyberpunk, but I'm really drawn to want to play it because I, I love that like neon look within like a really foggy, dirty air. I think it looks dope. Yeah, usually. But John, are, are we at a point? Do you think we're at a point, Chris? It's at 97% on Steam, which with 44,000, I would say usually if you find a game on there with 7,000 reviews in that score, that generally means it's you know unless you well, just unless you just hate that kind of game you're probably yeah you're fine. Well, as of one hour ago, it is reported that that score that you just gave is the highest currently the highest user rated game on Steam. Yeah, I could say that right now. That's pretty dope. Mm-hmm. But uh, before I give a score, Chris, I just not to put you on the spot, but yeah, what is what what happened, man? Uh, I played about. 30 minutes of it and I just kind of was like yeah you know one I'm not a cat person you know but I was and I will say for what I played it's definitely aiming to be the most cat game from what I could tell like I was like yeah you can go up here and scratch the trees as, as John was saying and you know meow at our things um <laughs> He missed just, the whole thing, I think, John. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As, as everything what John says is very true. It's I think you could tell whoever these developers are. It's a love layer to the fact they love cats, right? 
Um, and I'm, and that's probably the one thing from my short time I could champion it. Um, the rest of it, I don't know. It just felt like I was going from the few puzzles I saw, I wasn't too out, you know, like where I was like, okay, I was like, this is fine. Um, but it just wasn't grabbing me for whatever reason. And really, I think the big thing was that, that right about that same time I had gotten a different game and I, I didn't want to do a disservice to it where it's that thing of like, well, I really want to go play this other thing. Right. But this is sitting here in the way. And then maybe I won't be as fair to it. So, you know, I just said, you know what? I don't think this is for me and I'm just going to move on and play this and let those who enjoy this game, enjoy it. So you chose Valhalla over Stray. I get it. <laughs> that yeah. was later. Viking <laughs> axes, bro, over cats. I've played about 10 hours of the air game already. So, <laughs> uh, and I'm so you can't, you can't give five hours of your time to a poor little kitty. Yes. You can't help. This kitty is all alone. So, okay. I see what you're doing. See cats you. are jerks. They're pretentious jerks. <laughs> true but hey john Mm. if you had a richard and that richard was a cat and it was in heat how big would it's richard what the (laughs) this took a turn (laughs) we're a family podcast it's fine (laughs) jesus that was the most awful thing i've ever heard yeah that's what i was going for why Uh, did you do that I don't want to. I don't want to put a score on an animal game. You know. Is this what we're doing now? Where this guy, John? Of- you, you're gonna, John. So look, I'll just say it. This game has. This game has nine lives. Mm-hmm. So nine. I don't like that he's doing this. Yeah. Give this a score, a, John. Say this a, is a nine. Okay. This is a, this is a nine. This is this is a treat. This is um this is this is a game for impact. Mm. This is um. This told an incredible story, hit all the feels. If you, if you even, if you have, if you have an upgraded PlayStation plus subscription, just play this game. Um, you can just zoom through the story. It's, it's, it's such an amazing game. I think it's a really impressive accomplishment what they did here. Um, and Annapurna is the producer of this game, not the, not the developer, but they, but they put out some really Annapurna puts out some really solid stuff. Outer Wilds a couple of years ago, you know, yeah, um, all kinds of good stuff. Um, and their mo has not changed with this one. So this is definitely a nine for me. Um, um, I, I recommend it to anybody who has the means. And I think at twenty nine ninety nine, I think that's a reasonable reasonable price for a game like this. Very high quality. With 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 the limited amount of hours it takes, they 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 put a lot of content and a lot of heart into something. This, I call that brief. Okay, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Yay! All right, hot off the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents the news. <laughs> um, 
shout out to the news department for getting us some news today. We appreciate you guys very much. Uh, I'll lead off this week talking about a delay. Our news team did not delay, but I'm sorry to let you know that Avatar has been delayed. Ubisoft has announced that its open world Avatar, Frontiers of Pandora, has been delayed to April of 2023 at the earliest. News comes by way of Ubisoft's Q1 earnings report, where the game was delayed into Ubisoft's 2023 to 2024 financial year. Uh, The game is being developed by Massive. This is the studio behind uh, John's favorite shooter, Division 2, where he is, of course, known as John Rambo. According to Ubisoft, this is a quote, we are committed to delivering a cutting-edge, immersive experience that takes full advantage of next-gen technology technology as this amazing global entertainment brand that's he's talking about our podcast represents a major multi-year opportunity for ubisoft that's the end of the quote according to ubisoft ceo yves guillemont the game has been delayed due to the fact that the working conditions are more difficult in the industry at the moment where people can't come into the office as often that's had an impact and it was the biggest impact that's the end of the quote are we sad? Uh, are we okay with the delay as long as it gets done? How do we feel about Pandora? I would say I barely care about the sequel film itself. Mm-hmm. Um, this seemed kind of out of... Ubisoft needs to get this right because as we were talking about, or as Chris would say, alluded, as we were talking about during the break, um, Ubisoft, as we will probably dive further into this, Ubisoft is not at its peak right now. Um, and this is probably more of a games of ser- as service type model with a lot of content coming as, as the years go by and they re- but they really want to hit this, hit this out the gate. And also, I don't know if I were them, I don't know that watch me be totally wrong about this, but probably, I don't know, I don't know that avatar, the film would necessarily have the same box office impact, even if you adjust it for what's going on with theaters now, COVID, streaming services, all that. I don't know that it would have the same impact that it did back in 2009 or 10. I don't remember when it came out, but it's been a long time. It's been a minute. <laughs> been a minute. They're coming uh, up with like a thousand Avatar movies, though. Yeah. So I think yeah. James that, that Cameron. We'll see, seems, I'll see the next one when I'm 50. You know, so that's just how he does things. Kind of like how you keep doing a thing where I want to punch through this mic at you, but it's fine. Yeah, it's I fine. think I, I'd be willing to bet that when Ubisoft signed on to make this game originally, if they had knew knew there was going to be a pandemic. Nude you know, uh, within a couple of years into development, they would have never decided to do this or agreed to do it, right? Because if you think about it from their standpoint, Massive has, I would argue, outside of Ubisoft Montreal and Quebec, been their best studio, right? Um, like, consistent with Division One and Division Two, um, And I'm sure they would have rather... If they knew this was going to happen, it would have been a lot easier for them to say, hey, we have all these great resources we've already built and an engine we've already built and systems. Let's just let Massive make Division 3 and, you know, move on to that because they probably think, you know, 
it will be as big as Assassin's Creed or Far Cry. Uh, I don't know that, but it would have been a nice, you know, moneymaker. And it probably would have been a lot easier for them to get that out during the current conditions they're under. Um, and it, it would be a very valuable thing to have, especially right now. So maybe so, maybe so, but they've, but massive has also taken on the star Wars project as well. They're doing the star Wars project. Yeah. I mean, so I don't know. Um, I, I don't even know how this game's going to be. Uh, if it it's is good called avatar. Yeah. I mean, avatar is great. I, I think, I don't know. People love some avatar. Like I even wondered as John alluded to, you know, how's this new movie going to do? And then like you read the next day, it's like, yeah, already over a hundred million people had watched the trailer as soon as it premiered online. And you're like, yeah, that's, that's pretty good. If you're a studio looking for Dude, a box, how much did the first movie make? Are we yeah. crazy? I mean, Disney, as soon as they got, what they do, they like went straight to a theme park and put avatar into it. So they, that should tell you, they apparently, they believe in it. And I don't know. I never doubt James Cameron. He's, he's earned that respect. So we'll see. I hope the movie's good. No, oh, Jeff Sanders is playing Diablo Immortal. Shocker. It made $2.847 <laughs> billion. Yeah. Yep. The yeah. budget was $237 million and it made two almost $3 billion. Yeah. I don't know if it'll do that again, but it would not shock me if it makes a billion dollars. The, I said, dude, that's a that's a lot of money, bro. Right? <laughs> um, is it um, is it on Disney Plus? Yes, that's I it. believe the first one is on Disney Plus now. Kind of want to watch it again, don't you? I need to go back and watch it because James Cameron he gets a little t- touchy with people criticizing his stuff. But he said anybody who ever watched it a second time doesn't talk crap about the movie. Which I saw the movie twice in theaters, and I still talk crap about the movie. I yeah. think it's a good movie, but I think I think Kevin Costner should have sued him for plagiarism. <laughs> mm. There's probably some other movie that's like that. I feel like there's a ton of movies with that kind of storyline, but I don't know. Uh, you know what isn't? Avatar. I don't know how to transition this. Let's just say that we're not at a rift with each other, but do you know? Nope. Nope. Okay. Uh, so there was an MMORPG called Rift. Wait, um, no. Nope. That's John's story. Yeah. That's what I was I, like. I needed to be on the front line of news. The front lines of the news. They there quit you go. being done, done with, yes. Well, speaking of something being done... Ubisoft is canceling four titles in an attempt to cut costs and focus on bigger titles. Among those four titles is Ghost Recon Frontline and Splinter Cell VR. Frontline was first announced as a free-to-play Battle Royale spinoff. This doesn't come much as a surprise, as the game was announced to a lot of negative Always feedback. Does. Uh, regarding Splinter Cell VR, it looks like Chris will have to settle for the upcoming remake. Um, I wasn't going to settle for Splinter Cell VR to begin with, so I didn't need it. Didn't ask for it. I asked for a new you're Splinter play Cell. You're going to play it. Well, Act like you're not going to be Sam Fisher in VR right now, and I'm going to call you a dirty liar. I haven't played I prom- it. I haven't gone to mobile to play as Sam Fisher. I'm holding strong. I want a Splinter Cell. <laughs> Wait, is Splinter Cell VR already out? Am I missing no, something? No, it got canceled. That was the argument. Oh, yeah. but I was saying, like, act like you're so full of it. You would have played that game, dude. You don't, you, you're lying. 
No, I'm. You're lying, dude. You would have played it. You have a VR, and it would have been what you could have played. No, look, we do. No. Look, okay, we don't need to rift. Now I can say that you're right. <laughs> that, that's John. Yeah, I was just uh, thinking about how ridiculous that transition was. <laughs> we need to quit this. Just quit. Give it up and die, Sean. <laughs> Give it up and die. <laughs> well, uh, in game. We're on Twitch. We got to say in game. I was looking at, I'm sorry, I got distracted. I was looking at this um, story that's breaking uh, as of 15 minutes ago. Knights of the Old Republic remake is reportedly delayed indefinitely. Uh oh. So that kind of blew my top off. Isn't that like some. Did you bust? Isn't that like some un. Like, or not really known, like smaller studio that's doing it. Like, it, it's not like an Ubisoft or, uh, you know, Bethesda, uh, EA, the, the ones who are kind of like handling all the other properties. I thought it was some other studio that had gotten the rights to do it. Like bootleg ink. Like it might be like one of the ones that's, that's under either TH. Aspire maybe. Yeah. I don't know if it's like part of one of the ones that's part of Embracer group or those conglomerate, you know, companies. Ten cent. I don't know. Mm. So did I stroke out and John read the rift at Ubisoft or did we no, totally here do we from go, though. Okay, here we just go. making sure because I about I was I was nervous. He was like according, a cat. <laughs> according to a source, Assassin's Creed Rift has been delayed and Rift refers to the code name of the smaller scale AC title. Uh, the game was delayed from February to May or June because development was running behind schedule. Supposedly, Rift was originally planned as an expansion of AC Valhalla, which we've been saying for a while. According to Bloomberg, this delay makes for a very thin release schedule for the fiscal year. Yeah. What do we got? Skull and Bones? There's probably That's a it. Just Dance out there. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. Skull and Bones, I'm ready for it. Yeah, you are. F God of War. <laughs> I, look, you're being so. Just because you you scrolled a minute ago and we scroll a lot, I I'm really Team Xbox right now. I don't say that lightly. You know, I'm usually Team Blue. I can't think of a reason other than God of War and PSVR two. Whenever it comes out, that I'm excited to own a PS5 right now. But I love my Xbox. Yeah. What does Xbox have? I don't I don't know. I get I'm playing Assassin's Creed on it. I love I've played more games on Game Pass and then like Chris pointed out today, we're playing a lot of stuff on PC, right? And mm -hmm. our switches. And I'm playing Rage 2. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's what Xbox has. <laughs> but yeah. I I the delay's fine with me because I got some catching up to do. I gotta get through that game of a holler. And uh, Game, games industry, stop, <laughs> stop, stop on the Assassin's Creed games. Let me get caught up. Games, I can't even catch up on Valhalla. Right, it is. You've already started on it. <laughs> That's insane. I'm but gonna yeah. make like 20 accounts and one star review, John. Sean, because you said F God of War. You're joking because you were ready for Skull and Bones. Where Bones. is he gonna one star me? Where on all I the fake accounts he makes up on every place somebody can give us a review. We're getting one starred because you said F God of War. <laughs> he went, he just went like this. Yeah. Here, uh, let me, uh, Sean. 
There's a lot yeah. of Discord in this chat. You're playing no, Assassin's Creed. We're, oh, we're in Discord, but we're not. Well, yes. What's happening? Go ahead, Chris. I was going to say, Sean, you've been playing Assassin's Creed on your Xbox, right? Yeah. You know what? You should talk to me while you play Assassin's Creed on wow. your Xbox. Mine was so much better and fluid, but y'all just scoffed at it. Whatever. I didn't scoff. You mentioned di- we got Discord amongst us. And it as it turns out, I can talk to Chris via my Xbox with Discord, the app. It all comes together because Discord has announced that it is finally adding voice chat integration to Xbox consoles. This addition means that Xbox users will now be able to talk to their friends on Discord voice chats from their consoles without having to utilize another device like a cell phone or a really long pair of headphones to a computer. <laughs> Previously, users on Xbox could only display information like gamer tags, but you can now transfer your voice call from the app directly onto your consoles using the Xbox mobile app. Mm-hmm. Nice. So I'm going to bring my Xbox to my work trip next week, and I'm just going to, I'll pop in there. We can do the show. <laughs> you, you could just hop in on your phone, John. It's silly to bring an entire Xbox. But as I learned from Chris, let's say you still wanted to do that. You had to, uh, you had to be part of like a exclusive is, list at first, right, Chris? Yeah, this is part of their insider program, and I believe they're rolling it out in waves. I mean, I haven't gotten it yet. Um, so I Mr. Xbox hasn't gotten yeah. it yet. Yeah, I haven't gotten it. Phil's taint. Chris has not gotten it yet. <laughs> I don't really care. I mean, I don't, I don't like for me, the problem is I don't, I'm like, that's cool, but it's not cool for me because my Xbox is usually right over here and I'm on, on my PC <laughs> with you. Chris but is Phil taint. <laughs> anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Chris don't care. Okay, buddy. You've been Team Green forever. You wear t-shirts with uh jackets. That's how you do. That's true. You got you're Phil, cool. That's Phil's what I do team. when I go when I go to movies and you wonder what preview is gonna be there. I unzip my jacket and that's what's there. It's okay. I would be if I was uh I'm gonna get you know, Chris a t-shirt that says I'm Phil's taint. <laughs> <laughs> Wear that shirt, Chris. We'll make it tie dye and everything because that's your favorite. I mean, Chris is not having fun right now. No, he no. Is not. I he, would he's be like, you know what? F you guys. I would I be. Quit. I will own that I'm Phil's taint. Thank you very much. <laughs> I you slay two, that because you two, you two won't own that your PlayStation's taint. That's your that's your Mr. Doug Bowser's taint. See, I'd be Doug Bowser's taint, but it's hard to be like Sean Layton's taint. Hell. Right now, that means my taint would have to have a collar as high as my neck. You know what I learned <laughs> this week, guys? I learned that apparently John is a cat's butthole because that's how much he loves cats. <laughs> See? Oh my god! Yes. <laughs> Hashtag facts. But anyways, you know what I also love though? Besides Phil's taint, <laughs> I I'd love be a Mi- Miyamoto's taint. I love. Uh, I love Sonic's taint because Sonic always wants to go <laughs> faster. That's called a pivot because Chris has had enough of taint talk. Uh, That's a good podcast name, taint talk. Oh, taint talk. All the just mush and mess during a week. Anyways, Microsoft. It's grundle time on taint talk. Uh, sir, sir, we're trying to 
read Phil's news. Do I need to show you his taint? Thank you. Microsoft has announced that we'll soon release an update that makes the consoles for the Xbox Series X slash S boot up faster. According to The Verge, the update will allow boot up time to be cut in half, which will go from being at nine seconds, which you can currently do, all the way down to four. Because time is, in fact, money. Time is money, friend. Right. As a caveat, this update will only be available to those consoles that are set to energy saver mode. So, hippies only. That's you. The uh, Xbox will finally be faster than me. (laughs) (laughs) I think think he's what he's saying is because quick resume or quick boot isn't energy saving right whereas i think energy saver you actually turn the console off and then you have to turn it back on cdx box splash screen and then load in oh, yeah. are you seriously analyzing this we're still thinking about taints Taint well and, and i'm what you call i'm a professional time. sir i know how to get through No, chris you're called i could be very mean right now and say stick in the mud but i'm not going to call you that i'm analytical because you, you have moved on from taint talk but anyways, yes. caveats and whatnot. But yeah, have you noticed your Xbox? When does this see, when does this update come out? Do you? Know? I don't think uh, it's rolled first, out yet. And, oh, actually, yeah. And then, like I said before, <laughs> it wouldn't apply to me because again, I don't use the energy saver mode. I use the one that basically, as soon as you turn on, it's on. So you use the you power don't use saver, the energy saver mode. No, I don't either. Why not? Because I, I use far less power than most people when you consider houses. <laughs> Your house right now is was that, using... Was that a pretentious statement, John? Yes. I have no idea. What does pretentious mean again? Mm. It's, you taught me what it meant, and I forgot. I just know it means what Chris is all the time. Mm. <laughs> so how can I verify this, Chris? I don't have... What's your power bill this month? I don't have any access. <laughs> to what? <laughs> uh, uh-oh, I see what you did. Oh, because Xbox has all the access. John, with an amazing, totally missed by me pivot. Good job, John. Did I pivot myself? Or did you I did. You, you did, did. And then you did the thing on video where you're like, here you go, boys. Here's a platter. You could have said that Chris and Phil's taint has all access. There we go. Bring it and back. Sean's because he literally got his Xbox via all access. Right, but Sean, I think I think Chris is more of a grundle than a taint. So I think <laughs> he might be a grundle. Are they the same uh, thing? Because you know, he's a bear, you know. They're the same was, thing, but yeah. they're but but they're different. One's a little they're, more rough. Because isn't yeah. like like the grundle, the taint, the gooch? Isn't that all the same thing? <laughs> the gooch. We are getting one starred. Woo! All week. Woo! <laughs> All right, so let's talk about all access to that grundle. Verizon is making plans to offer Xbox all access to its customers. This will allow users to grab a new Xbox Series X or S for zero down and then pay it off like a smartphone. My Xbox Series S is about the size of a smartphone. It's it's tiny, dude, compared to the... Yeah. yeah, this plan will begin rolling on this thir- rolling out this Thursday. That's what I meant to write. Rolling out this Thursday with anyone being able to get Series S with a two-year membership to Game Pass Ultimate for $25 a month for a Series X. That will make it $35 per month. Payments are spread over 24 months. That's a nice spread. Yes, and At that's zero, exactly... 
the same thing as if you got it from Best Buy or <laughs> Target or wherever you got the all access. It's very cool for people who are like, let's just throw it on the phone bill, you know? <clears throat> Payments are spread over 24 months at 0% APR, provided you qualify for a credit check. With these bundle deals, the subscription does provide a certain amount of savings to the consumer. I know specifically for the S, I think it's a $54 savings overall throughout the two years. But I was intrigued by this until they said credit check. Yeah, they always do that. I'm like, I'm like, well, yeah, I understand. But you know, you're all you're already it's like you're already a Verizon subscriber, which did a credit check. Mm. You know what I mean? It yeah. seems strange that they would just double down on it. I thought that would have been I, I thought that would have been an interesting perk to going through Verizon. For Verizon. Yeah, you're you're not wrong. Otherwise, John- this is nothing to me. This this is the same deal you can get anywhere. I don't really know why Verizon is making it available to them. Probably I thought that as well. Great point right there, John. I bet it's long-term because they know Xbox is going heavy into the cloud, and I could see a partnership forming with that where when that the Xbox cloud is grows and grows and grows over the next couple of years, having a deal for it and be like, oh, yeah, if you're a Verizon subscriber, you can get a discount to play just cloud, you know, Game Pass stuff Maybe. as a perk. Here it is. And then now, you know, you have your phone, just hook it up to an Xbox controller and boom, you're playing, you know, play whatever you want. So that might be why they're getting in on this now. I think Microsoft is doing it just because they understand what the power of this is, right? You're trying to say, hey, we're not going to be able to cut prices on these consoles for a while. So we have to figure out ways to get them in people's hands where they feel okay. And I think people saying, yeah, pay for it as in a, a mm. perk to a subscriber, ser- you know, subscription servers, service, eh, instead of it being going to the mall, hoping you have the $550 for the X, right? And they're one being there, um, yeah, which is getting better, but still isn't perfect. Uh, that's a win for them. Yeah, this is strictly a power move by two companies who are pretty big mm-hmm. to get exposure. You know, Verizon wants to, hey, Xbox folks that want an Xbox, you don't have Verizon, come on. I can use that opportunity to possibly sell you, uh, get you to sign on Verizon to get this deal. I think it would have been sweetened with existing customers already could just get this offered to your existing plan. I do know there's some counter things and it was brought up in chat. I was already kind of thinking about this. The company that finances that 0% is a different company. Mm-hmm. That's the why in the credit check. But again, that should have been worked out, I think, John, with Verizon customers. Secondly, uh, and this was brought up, believe it or not, by Mike, so I'm going to give him credit for it. Uh, a lot of people who have Verizon, and let's say you were interested in this Xbox deal, you've had Verizon for a while. <clears throat> He's making that assumption. And credit changes a lot. So you well, may get approved, you know? Yeah, I, don't. I, under, I understand all of that. I'm just saying that if it's not if it's not a perk of Verizon, why not I just go to Best Buy? The, I just don't see the point. I don't right. see the point of doing it that way. You're not wrong. I'll tell you that much. Right. And they're like like uh Acid said in the, just now, what's the value add? Why go through them? Maybe if they have one, that's the so when I got mine, I think I went through Walmart. Mm-hmm. So I clicked the all access button on Walmart, which was the same all access button on Target, Best Buy, whatever, and they had them. 
where the other companies didn't. So if Verizon has them, that's the value, I, mean, I guess. And like I said, it? it might just be more Microsoft related, right? Where yeah, Microsoft is looking at and going less and less people are going into a Best Buy for these kinds of things, right? They're going in other, you know, uh, traditional big stores like Walmart, Target. <laughs> That's not the main reason they're going to those anymore. And I think if you're them, maybe the idea is, hey, I'm walking in because Verizon has a deal today and I get a free iPhone upgrade. And you look over and you see an Xbox, it's right there in front of you, right? Because obviously they're going to have display for each store. Um, kind of like an iPad or something else. Maybe you go, oh, you guys sell that? How much is that? What do I have to do for that? And you get them hooked, right? So it very well might just be that. And Verizon's just over going like, hey, we get a portion of the sales that are made in our, our stores on that. So we'll take it. Yeah, that's a weird portion because it's not a cash sale. It's a 24-month, no percentage sale thing. Sure. It's a, it's a weird for me to process because I know that company, that third-party company. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how that's worked out. I don't know the deets, but I do maybe, have some deets. Uh, uh, Go ahead, buddy. Oh, I was going to say, maybe Microsoft just pays them up front what their portion is owed. And then that's why the credit check's there. Because maybe. Microsoft is more worried about <clears throat> them getting paid. Maybe. Um, but I do have some deets, like I was saying, on matchmaking if you're a Halo fan. Mm-hmm. There's no matchmaking. <laughs> Fans like yourself have been waiting patiently for the campaign co-op mode, right? Well, news drops today that the co-op functionality will not include online matchmaking in either its current beta phase or the final version. According to an Xbox spokesperson, not Phil, quote, online matchmaking will not be available with final co-op. We encourage you to use the Halo looking for group service and the new Discord voice call feature on Xbox to find players to party it with as you continue playing the beta. End quote. Yeah. It sucks a little bit, though. I don't know. For me, if I'm doing co-op, I'll be honest, I'm playing with someone I know. Um, you know, like if me and you were going to do it, Sean, that would make me play it. Um, and I guess there are, yeah, there are the other ways to do it. And looking for group, actually, I have to say, as someone who's used it, does work well for these things. Uh I don't know why they can't do it. Maybe it's just, it's a very hard thing for them to figure out how to go. Oh, you're at this point in the game versus this person's at this point in the game. Whose world are you going into? Who's ever cared about that before? Well, I guess it's different if you're talking about two randoms because like it it might. I'm thinking, all right, maybe I'm dumb. I'm thinking call of duty. Mm -hmm. A lot of folks don't, they're playing the single player campaigns, Mm -hmm. but they jump right into multiplayer and they're experiencing maps and stuff. Yeah, but we're not talking about, we're talking specifically the campaign. So like if Sean, you're on chapter 10 and I'm on chapter two and I randomly. How hard could that be? Well, I mean, like if you get paired up, how do you decide who is, whose games you go into? Do you just take, you go to the person who searched for them? I I don't know. I don't know. Like it might just be difficult. I have no idea as far as the logistic, there's probably a technical reason why Um, it just kind of sucks because it would be nice to know that you could have the kind of matchmaking where you could just go say, Hey, find me a random person and we'll go into the game together and we'll be the exact same or at least kind of in the exact same part of the game, the same mission, right? That kind of thing. Um, but you know, I don't know. It sucks. It does suck. What 
uh, John, do you have to say about this? <laughs> totally almost pivoted, but I was like, John needs to say something if he's got anything. No, I don't have anything regarding this. I'm, I've never been a <clears throat> co-op kind of guy. And plus you I mean, said F Halo after Halo 5, right? No. I... I <laughs> I, I really want to get back to Halo Infinite. I just, I never. This is fantastic. Did you ever finish Infinite? No, bro. <laughs> Me, I don't finish games. I'm basically. Bro, sure. that last boss. We, right. I think it, or the next last boss. No joke. John, can I come yeah. in and co-op with you? And we'll finish it together, buddy. You need help. You need a carry, John. Chris. No, got I you. just want, I want John to be like doing what he does normally and just like look around and I'm just. <laughs> doing stupid things throwing grenades everywhere <laughs> kind of like our experience when we played uh ghost recon yeah. together no it was our experience <laughs> when we played diablo 3 and i'm 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 hearing this i'm hearing this necromancer off in the distance he's about 10 clicks away from me and i'm hearing all the enemies going for the love of god help us <laughs> <laughs> it's just hilarious I'm thinking of Diablo three. I fired that up on the switch the other day. looks beautiful. Oh, it's great on switch. It really it's, is. It's fantastic. It's on switch. I fired what it up else on is, PC. Yeah. yeah. looks nice on PC home. still. By the way, by the way, our topic next week is going to be power wash simulator. We could make a game. That. We I could would. totally make that a thing. <laughs> Apparently People it's are, awesome. <laughs> my, and my brother told me that power wash simulator with friends is where it's at. Nice. And I meant to tell you guys about that. So cowabunga, so bitches. That's fine. That's fine, Chris. That's fine, Chris. Chris, that's fine. I broke it up, Chris. It's fine. Oh, my God. Chris gets mad. Because he did it like, last week. But, and he says it's because I'm right here. I can do it. No, no, no. He's still, no. It, he's I still can, right there when we do it. I can own... It for myself because I go well. That's on me, and I'm the person that has to suffer for it, right? Oh but you made God. me suffer. I didn't make you suffer. You called me Phil's taint, and now you're coming on here. That cursing. was comedy gold, and we, I slipped we, up. We, I'll, I'll do it again. It, we moved it to Grundle. It, <laughs> good point. It's good. I'll do it again, Chris. It's worth the ride. You know, Calvong, everybody, everybody is somebody's Grundle. <laughs> you're you're not, not wrong. wrong. You're not wrong. I'm not. Somebody. Is it, my, is it, it, my turn? it is your turn. No, it's or, not. Oh, no, wait. No. Your turn. Mr. Cowboy. Didn't I do the no, all I access? Think, yeah. I did matchmaking for Halo. It's Sean, Chris, John. You're up on Cowabunga. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. Hey, Cowabunga, guys. Uh, if you haven't had enough of the turtles yet, you'll soon be able to play almost every major TMNT title. Ever released thanks to the new Cowabunga collection. It will be releasing on August 30th on PS5, PS4, Xbox One, Series X and S, PC, and Switch. So everywhere. The game. Well, except for Stadia. Sorry, Stadia. Um, the game will include 13 titles from the 8-bit and 16-bit series history. Uh, here's your complete list. They are the original uh, TMNT, then Turtles in Time. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from the NES, TMNT2, the arcade game, 3, the Manhattan Project, 4, Turtles in Time, which is a SNES port. Uh, no, it's not. It's a Super Nintendo port. I just read the words as they're written on the screen. 
Um, the Hyperstone Heist, which is Genesis, Follow the Foot Clan, uh, Game Boy. Also, Game Boy is back from the sewers and Radical Rescue. And then finally, uh, Torment Fighters, which was on the NES, NES, and Genesis version. So I guess there's three versions of the game they're playing on there. How bored were you reading that? I don't know. I was about Evie Keel. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, I have Rage 2 on the Epic Game Store. Why are you so back on the Rage 2? It's a great game, man. I do think about you every time I see that. that you have artwork. PC Game Pass. But I owned it yeah, as a digital version. That's and true. It, I also got it for free on the Epic Game Store. I, it, was, it was a free game one month. I don't remember when, but it was. Well, I'll tell you um, what. Oh, I, 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 oh. <laughs> I, I thought you were going into, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to at you like you were a dog. But, but Chris is reading that list and I'm going, that's a lot of my childhood right there. Yeah. yeah. They, they, they even have the OG um, NES version, which, which from what I understand, nobody in the history of video games ever beat. But uh, <laughs> there, was this, uh, there was this, there was this underwater mission where you had to deactivate bombs. You remember that part? Yes. And it was just tough. It was impossible. I never, I'd never, that's as far as I ever got in the game. It was because of the controller. Like you couldn't Maybe. move where you needed to, you know, did you guys ever play in the game boy ones? No, actually I, I, I never, my mom never could afford a game boy. <clears throat> Me neither. I I'll never, I'm just, I want, I'm interested to see what that looks like. Like, you know, cause it wasn't, was made for Game Boy, right? It's not going to be something that was originally color. It's going to be a color. tiny screen on yeah. our LED TVs. <laughs> I'm guessing there had to be some sort of remastering done to it to bring color. Well, uh, they had they had all games that were playable on Game Boy were playable on Game Boy Color. I ah. think everything got a got a fresh coat of paint. Gotcha. So, not to say this still won't look bad. I, I've any collection that has a Game Boy game on it, like Castlevania. I because I never played Game Boy, I don't have any desire to go back and play those. They just seem so. They're like those old else. What are those? Um, those old one one off games that you could buy in the store. Were they LCD games? Um, what do they call those things? They were just a game pack. It wasn't not a pack, but it was just one game. Oh, <laughs> I know what you're talking about. <sighs> It's all Tiger. Good. I can't remember. It actually, it was, I think Tiger was the was the pr- producer yeah. of the, of I just, the equipment. I don't remember what they're called, but I know what but, you're talking you know, about. The question is, will these games have new features? That's true. But before you talk about those new yeah, features, old, John. Ready to bust, Baron. <laughs> I already did. <laughs> Three times. <laughs> Finally, there's Um, before we do that, Sean, did I, did you see my O face? Have you ever seen it before? I need to be refreshed on what the O face looks like. It was this. (laughs) (laughs) Some kind of way we need to get you a TikTok account, explain what that is. And you do that. It would be, it would be brilliant. Viral. Who's got this? Is it uh, you? It's you. You sure? Oh, oh Buzz and Baron, yes. Yeah. New features for The Last of Us Part One. You know, um, I gotta tell you something. 
before I read this. I was griping about this about a month ago. And I bet at the time, and it depends on your answers that you give me, I bet at the time, if it turns out that, my an- that your answers to my question, which I'm about to pose, are what I think it's going to be, my complaint about this title not only is null and void, but probably sounded so stupid to our audience. So when they said The Last of Us Part 1, I was thinking along the lines of Final Fantasy VII Part 1. Final Fantasy VII Remake Part 1, basically. Mm-mm. But this, I think they're just incorporating the part one, just like part two is the sequel. So this is not a fragmented game. This is not half the game. Am I Correct. understanding that correctly? It is Correct. the whole game. I think once they released the second one, which they said Last of Us Part Two, they've just gone back and now referred to that first one's part one. So I am a dump. You're yeah. a dump? <laughs> I'm a dump. <laughs> yeah. I bet I sounded like a fool, guys. You can be honest. So anyway, let's let's learn about some new features for the uh, Last of Us Part One. Neil Druckmann, my favorite developer of all time, uh, the director of The Last of Us, has come forward to announce some of the biggest enhancements, and we love a good enhancement uh, to the classic PS3 title, from graphical enhancements to improvements to accessibility. New features will include a new permadeath mode. A speedrun mode where players can time their runs. Unlockable costumes for Joel and Ellie. Preferably, preferably something sexy for Joel. An enhanced photo mode so you can take photos of sexy Joel. <laughs> and a model viewer mode so that Joel can strike a pose when you're taking that photo in his sexy outfits. These new improvements, along with graphics and controls, and Joel's sexy outfits aim to enhance The Last of Us is pretty much an improvement on every level. Many fans of the original have been skeptical of whether this remake was needed since it was fully remastered last gen. I'm one of those people that doesn't necessarily think this is needed, but I think, Sean, are you muted? I am, because I've been saying stuff the whole time. It's oh, probably man. fine. We, were, we missed out on comedy. Gems, I'm telling you, I've been throwing out. You didn't like my bit there? Was it good? Your bit was great. I was I was like right there with you, riding the coattails of the bit. I was saying things. It was funny. So it could have been better, you're saying? No, just enhanced. I like it. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm with you. I don't I didn't know I needed Last of Us Part One. I didn't know I needed Skyrim forty seven times either. Yeah. I'm sure Neil Druckmann's like, if you don't think you need it, then don't buy it. I'll because prove you wrong, if, yeah, mister. Yeah, if you keep buying it, I'm going to keep putting it out. <laughs> That's what she said. Whoa! <laughs> good times, boys. Good times. Um, Guys. What's up? Do you think um we should wrap this up? Never. Well, just to be safe. Well, okay then. I guess we'll do that then.
Mills. Electronic Mel from the future. We did it, guys. All the way. From the year 3000. I'm, a, I'm slightly sidetracked because my good friend Mike sent a wonderful picture of Phil. And right around the Tate Grundle area <laughs> is a picture of Chris's face. That's fair. <laughs> that is a Photoshop from God. <laughs> please, please share. I will try oh, I to. No, I think to, I see it. To make that happen. Uh, but speaking of making it happen, this is the part of the show known as emails. Um, but it's really the, I'm, I'm bringing this up every week, it's where you guys get to shine, give us content with emails, anything on Twitter or things in our Discord. If you want to take part in the first one, which is our emails, uh, you can do that weeklygamechat at gmail.com. And thank God there will be no Thanosing this week. We do have a few, so we're going to tackle them. Um, there, uh, yeah, we'll what? go. Who wants to take the two-parter f- first? There's a couple of two-parters. I'll just kind of piggyback off you guys and we'll go from there. Uh, I can go first as usual. Uh, so right. I'll take the two bottom ones there, uh, right. which I think are from the same person, though there is like a slight variation of spelling. So I don't want to say for certain. It would be amazing if it's two different people. Right. Um, so we'll just say these are from Oscar. Uh, the first one he wrote says, love your podcast. Currently in process of binging all episodes starting at Hellblade in 2017. It's been an absolute blast. If you could create your own video game, uh, such as by magic, you are the head of a gaming studio. What would it be about? What genre and what current game would it most resemble? Thank you for reading my email. Love you guys. And then to follow that up, if it is him, Two-part question, which video game story did you enjoy the most? Gameplay aside, what story in video games do you think could rival the best told stories in other mediums like books or film? And second question, what was your best video gaming experience? Game you couldn't wait to get home to play and didn't want to end. Ooh, those are... Well, Chris, that's a lot of questions. We should go back to the first one and tackle them up as they go. I think the first one's the hardest one. So, guys, if we could, me and you, all three of us, we each get our own game studios and Phil signed us for billions of dollars, you know, uh, what are we making? I'm, I immediately thought about how much I love the series Trine. Mm. So I think I would probably have to have some sort of magic slash fantasy vibe to the game. Really cool artwork. And really cool music to fit that. Uh, I'm not sure of the story right off the cuff, though. Like why we need to do what we need to do. Um, so so I think I answered that question pretty fairly, mm-hmm. except for what would it would be about. So apparently, it whoever my my main uh, protagonist is, it has to go on an adventure. Um, maybe it meets people to help on the way. Maybe it doesn't, and I have no idea who the antagonist would be. Mm. But I'm I'm kind of in a fantasy world ish. Okay. Um. Right now, if I was making a game, it would be a football game because there's not a football <laughs> game that actually resembles either college or NFL football that I've played in quite some time, and I would really like to have one that, you know. Basically, if I could somehow get the license of the NFL and then tell them 
you get this amount of money, shut up. I'm going to make the game I want to make, right? And I could do that. Uh, I would I would go for it, and I would try to make something that feels very much like NBA 2K does for basketball. So, John, what would you make? Uh, I would make a cat simulator that reflected the true behavior of a cat. If you wanted to let the cat in, you simply open the door, and it stands there for five minutes wondering whether it's going to come in or, or stay outside. Things hmm. like that. To be more serious, though, I don't know that I've ever really thought about a game that I would personally make. I guess I'm not that creative. You just make Rocky. Yeah. You just yeah. make Stallone the game. It would just be him going through his career. <laughs> yeah, I trying to have a, a budget. I would make a Rambo game that was actually good. Mm. Oh. Yeah. You can make a drive game. That's good. No? That's like Drive. Drive's a fun movie. Um, as far as his other questions, yep. Uh, which he's game? Got some, he's, got some, he's got some grinders here. Yeah. Well, this may or may not be the same person. Yeah. So we're gonna say it is. Yeah. What I mean, like literally one letter difference here. Uh, so what video game story did you guys enjoy the most? Uh, you know, for, and, and for basically, me, I, what I guess he's kind of further thing here. You know, in terms of a story, what do you think could actually rival a movie or something like that? Right. That second part of that question is what got me, I think, to turn. So I'm going to I'm going to say The Last of Us combined one and two. That complete story mm-hmm. is one of my most favorite video game stories ever. Uh, and, it, you know, that story is going to be on film soon. It's going to be on a series. The other game that I thought about was the complete Uncharted story with Nathan Drake. Mm-hmm. Um those games kind of stick out to me a lot as far as when I think about stories, um, at least from the jump. I could sit here for a few more and I'd start thinking about other games. I just thought about Halo. You know, the story of Master Chief is, I love it. But uh, I'm going to say Last of Us and I'm lucky that it's going to come out and I think it's going to be great on film. Mm-hmm. I would say as far as one that could rival other ones and mediums, um, Portal 2, I think if you made Portal, like, the whole entire series into movies, it would work, especially Portal 2, because it's such a freaking funny game. I I think it would still, today, I under my opinion at least, would be the funniest game that's I've ever seen, especially on the AAA level. Um, and, you know, I think those guys make great worlds, so you could even expand that to say, hey, Half-Life. I think Half-Life would also make a great, you know, movie if they were to do it. And I think those stories are, are solid. John, I guess Bioshock mm. would be, but I don't, yeah. I don't know if I can make it better than a movie. I, mm. it, it's hard. Uh, Firewatch. Yep. There you go. <laughs> so you like, you did not like the story of Firewatch. That's funny. Um, so I did a quick search just to give us time to think about the next question. The number one movie games radar said would be the best story ever as far as a game was Silent Hill 2. I don't remember that story, yeah. to be quite honest with you. But I would think that let's say we go with a scary movie game or a game, it would make a pretty decent movie. And I got to be honest, in replaying the Assassin's Creed games, why couldn't they just make the movie like the games? I say that a lot, and it's 
there's stuff there and they, they try to make it all fancy and put their take on it. Ugh. But we do have a second question, Chris, right? Yeah. And also, uh, what's your best video gaming experience? A game you couldn't wait to get home and play and didn't want to end. Uh, I, I think I'll go first. Um, I mean, I, I played Witcher three for how many hours? So I can't, deny that every day when I would get off work, that's what I was going to do until it was time to go to bed and do it again. And that's why you people who did not start listening until after we Thanos the uh, first couple of years of the podcast, the reason I really did that is that 45% of those episodes are just me talking about continuously playing Witcher three. It wasn't really good content. So that's why we did that. This isn't, this isn't, I don't think fair, but it's recent. Um, for me, um, what was my best video gaming experience? I think it was a VR game, um, the Vader Immortal story, because there has been nothing to date that has frightened me like Darth Vader in VR, but in like a nerdy, oh my God kind of way. And, and, and the integration of, uh, and this is on either the Oculus Quest, I'm sorry, the Meta Quest or the PSVR. They implemented the use of the controllers perfectly with the weight of like a lightsaber. Uh, totally amazing video game experience for me. I think for me, <clears throat> it is um, as far as <clears throat> a game that I couldn't wait to get back to play, thinking about it all day is anything like Dishonored 1 and 2. Those games just had an impact on me. And I hands down believe that at least one of those games is better than at least one Bioshock game. I just I just think that they're just absolutely fantastic when they're I love their characters. I love how the world looks. I love I love the world itself. I just I want more of that. Well, one that I couldn't wait to get home and play. So it's kind of another, so this is a two-parter. So very, very recent every day. Now that I've started playing Assassin's Creed, I, I, I like cannot wait to get going on this again and really get into it. But that's like right now current, but it was another VR game. I couldn't wait for it to come out. Couldn't wait to get home and play it. And that was Moss two because I was such a fan of Moss one. I could not wait. And I hated that that game ended. I felt like I just flew through it. Um, love Moss one and two. Mm-hmm. So, Chris, do you have an experience or one you can't wait to get home and play, or did I miss that? That was yeah, Witcher. Witcher was all all of yours best experience and get home and play. Very cool. Well, I mean, yeah, I kind of took that together. Yeah, I mean, if it's the yeah. best experience, that's why I, <laughs> I'm trying to get home <laughs> to play it. Right. <laughs> True. <laughs> so uh, I'll read the next two from Juwan. Okay. Um, so the first one is, first of all, hope you gentlemen are doing swell. Finally got my desk. This has been an ongoing saga, so this is good news. Uh, I included picks for Sean. And on this note, I'll say, and I agree with him that resident evil as a show didn't grab me. Uh, I don't know if you finished it or not, but I have an update for that. And nowadays, if a show doesn't grab me or leave me wanting more by the second or third episode, I'm out. Uh, especially since the director was the same guy that worked on Supernatural, which ran a bit too long with 15 seasons, and he said he wanted it at least 16 seasons for Resident Evil. 
also, I don't know why, but I had a time, I had a bit of time off of school and I started playing, replaying Far Cry 5 and I'm deep into it right now. <laughs> yeah. Also included a pic of a life-size Kratos statue. That's dope. If you had it, where would you place it? Good question. I have to see where it is. Um, I would place it behind the shower curtain whenever a guest would come use my bathroom. I'm sure they would also need a bidet after seeing that. That's funny. Anyways, I bid farewell to the greatest podcast in the world for today in Game On Boys. P.S. Also, Hell Pie on Steam is awesome. Mm. I got to say, his build looks really nice with the custom. So, to refre- yeah, to refresh you guys' memory, he had a Joker uh, theme secret lab chair. Uh, there's a lot of purple and green going on. Mm. The computer looks amazing. Uh, legit. The, that's a pretty pretty wide monitor, a lot of statuages. Uh, and wow. Wait, wait, wait. Are you saying you you do showing us this? Because this is something similar that I showed uh, John in real life. So the life-size six-foot Kratos statue is made out of foam, and it costs $1,300. Foam? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it'd be like probably some really heavy foam. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But you can get that from Toy Wiz. But your desk and setup is legit. Uh, if you haven't done that, and this is a tie-in to Discord, I think we have a section where you can show that off. That's really, yeah. really good. Yeah, man. We need to talk about your Darksider statues. Um, we need to work out an arrangement for me to get my hands on those. Just just putting it out there. I always thought you were the most committed Darksiders fan I knew. And I think Tennessee, I gotta, baby. Well, I remember this if I'm not mistaken, these particular statues came with this huge ultimate edition. Am I muted again? No. Yeah. No. Keep going. I thought you muted. I saw you move your mouth. I'm sorry. Uh it came with this special edition for Darksiders three. Like all four statues came with the set. That's legit. Well, I think uh, unless this is something else. It might be something else. It's probably fine. A second email came in, however, so uh, you know, we're worried about the Thanos count. Jawan wanted to tally this email up for two. And and we got it as two. So we should not be Thanos this week. This is good. Also, and this is for anyone. Uh, if any of y'all like GoldenEye on Nintendo 64. Uh, wish list. Okay. Agent 64 spies never die on Steam and relive the classic nostalgia. So there you go. Really good stuff, uh, Juwan. Love the desk and love when we give recommendations to our fellow Richards. Um, next up would be Matthew, and that would be either Chris or John reading that one. John should go. He hasn't read one. I uh, know. Darn, I should really... Uh, can't see it from here. I gotta sit up. <laughs> Lazy. All right. Can you hear me? Yeah. All right. Hey, John, John, Sean, (laughs) Hey, Chris, that was four people. I know what I'm doing. Hope you're all doing great. I got a little worried because your most recent episode never dropped on Google podcast. What? Which I, uh, which I, which I, which was weird. I thought, Oh no, that's crazy. S O B. (laughs) He did it. (laughs) That crazy S O B Chris. What is John, do you need to start over? Are you good, buddy? No, I'm good. I'm good. I just, okay. I can't hear myself. I can't hear myself. 
Um, he deleted the show because no one wrote in. Luckily, I got the replay on Twitch, and it was a joyous time. It's good to have John back. He's definitely the Michael Jordan of the show. No, he's not. Speaking, he is of not the Michael Jordan of the show. That means I'm the goat. Uh, LeBron is better. Basketball. Kareem is better. <laughs> speaking of basketball, my 11 year old son recently got in the into NBA 2K22. He spent 100 bucks on the PlayStation Game Pass thing so he could play for free, and then 50 bucks in VC to make this guy bet to make his guy better. Yeah. He then played for one day and stopped because he was getting worked every game. It was his own money from moving grass, mowing grass. <laughs> moving grass mowing grass was still reminded me of your conversation about how dumb kids can be this is uh, a hole with no bottom yeah love that what no, i need to bottom out buddy <laughs> i do have a game related question that you actually touched on a couple of weeks ago do you have any recommendation for switch or pc games that i could try and trick my wife into playing your wife ravenous devils your sounds wife. Ravenous Devil sounds along the right track. Something that has fun gameplay and gets you gets you into it quick. Yeah. yeah. Filthy you casual get- stuff, essentially. Filthy casual? I've been trying to get her into gaming for a few years, but nothing seems to hold her interest. Thanks again for the great content, Matt. Uh, also sent from my to- <laughs> toilet without a bidet. I feel like yeah. sending emails from a toilet could be a thing. Uh, John Chat says you are slurring. Are you drunk, John? are you uh you good john (laughs) i think so um he's good for his first part uh i looked into this because someone actually directly messaged us on uh twitter i think about it being not being on google Podcasts, and i don't know what's going on with that and i'm trying to figure out and fix it um but you know because of how things have changed and what was registered right I don't know if there's an easy fix for it. So my suggestion is if you don't ever see it on there, cause it's like being sporadic, right? I've noticed this now when I looked at the feed, it was like one or two episodes are missing here recently, but the other ones are there. Um, and I don't know why, like there's literally no reason I can think of, of why those episodes are not there and the other ones are right. Uh, so I, I can think of some reasons. Yeah. User error. No, because they're everywhere the else. They're everywhere else. Chris. But, uh, you know, he so tinkered. the only thing I could think of is, or would suggest to you is if you don't see it there, check Stitcher, check, you know, if you have an, an iPhone, of course, check there. Uh, we're on Spotify. We're on a lot of places. Or, um, you know. I would say probably if you're going through Google, Chris, they yeah. probably got us like a Samsung so I would probably say go to Spotify. Yeah, or oh, that would that? suck because you might have to get a subscription. That There's just sucks. um oh Overcast. I know Overcast is on both um Apple and Google, and I can tell you for certain because I use Overcast. All of our episodes always post, you know, on there. So yeah, Spotify, Overcast, those are great options for you there. I just don't know. I'm going to try to figure it out over the next week and see if I can get it right. I'm going to see and check tomorrow and see if this one actually posted on there. Um, you know, we'll see because I'm not really sure what's going on. As far as uh, somewhat casual games, I'm going to say uh, A Way Out is a good casual game with some excitement, except for 
kind of towards the end. Chris, what was the game we just played where we totally did a really bad oh, thing man. to a teddy bear? Oh, it takes two. That would be a great one. It takes one. two is a great casual game. I mean, uh, I would uh, I would actually say with John, if she loves cats, why not tell her to go try Stray? I don't think it's... Well, because they can't play it together. He's looking for... Oh, is he... Casuals, yeah. Together. He said filthy casual. Did he say together? No, he, he wants just to, says... Oh, he just wants to trick his wife into playing. Okay, yeah, so there you go. Yeah. Something like if that. If you're trying to play with your wife... <laughs> Uh, the games I recommended Stray would probably be top notch. Um, I also would say maybe she's as cool as Clarissa and she wants to play Diablo. Get her on Diablo three. I don't think it's a casual game. Uh, it's pretty. It's pretty cash. Well, you know. Well, yeah. If you're with me, it is. <laughs> it's but. Some casual looting and super killing chill, of zombies. Super, super chill. Cash. It's fine. Super cash. Yeah, you could go back and forth. You could play Mario Party. That's cash, right? Is, I think I need more information. Oh, she, he said Switch or PC games. There's another thought, though. What's that? Maybe you should just let your wife be who she is. <laughs> Clarissa no. would be so proud of you for saying that, John. Look, You're going to get so many cool points. Does she go to thrift stores and make you go with her? No. And just so you know, uh, chat just, just is saying until dawn. Wow. You know, Casual super cash. Thing. Super, super cash. Yeah. Uh, Detroit, Detroit Become, Become Human is the boringest game ever about droids. Chris loved it. It was fun. See? Chris is lame. Ori in the Blind Forest. Totally cash. <laughs> I'm just imagining her try to escape that tree for the first time. <laughs> Jesus, look, Lord. Look, honey, it looks like one of those old Disney movies like, you know, Steamboat Willie. It's called Cuphead. It's super cash. Super cash. And here's another one. one You're going to love this. And once it, once we're done with that, we're going to play this game called Sekiro. Right. And it's so super cash. So super welcome, cash. <laughs> Just welcome to Skyrim. Here we go. <laughs> I've apparently angered uh, somebody. They served my name in chat. We'll get to that in a minute. But so I read, you read Oscar. I read Juwan. He read Matthew. Are you going to read Matt's now, Chris? Is that how that's going to work? I think he should because I got the you got to join. So I got John, the Oscars. John doesn't like to read emails a lot. Apparently, yeah. he's slurring tonight. But if he's up for it, he can go ahead and read Matt's too. All right, let's do this. Waza, Waza. again. What's going on, guys? Hope you're doing well. Just wanted to to. Yep. Just wanted to chime in again and let you all know that I'm currently re-listening to the Overcooked Two. <laughs> this should be good episode, and man, it does not disappoint. Sweet. So it wasn't uh, Thanos. I hope that one day you all can do the podcast in person again. It Never. Was nice. <laughs> it was nice to remember the good old days or maybe just he hearing Chris be drunk again. I also wanted to say that I vote yes to you guys doing old game reviews or even revisiting games that you have already reviewed. Sweet. I am playing Bloodborne for the first time ever after beating Elden Ring, hmm. which was my first From Software right. game and wouldn't mind hearing your opinion on oldie but goodies like that. I absolutely love it so far. And by the way, Sean, there's no ogres within the first five hours. <laughs> That's good to hear. Sean thanks to hear. Thanks for the podcast, and God bless you guys for bringing joy to so many. Game on, Matt. Sent from my iPhone, not my iPhone's <laughs> iPhone. Matt, thank you for that. That was very good. Sean, uh, I'm yes. going to just go and break your heart right now. You would hate Bloodborne. I would prefer an ogre you over would, 
you would get there's not an ogre, but there's some big jerks in this courtyard very early in the game, and you're going to hate all of them. I, I think we've decided I'm just not a from software guy. I don't think you I'm are. D- I've tried. I've tried. And it's just what was your most anticipated game this year? It was Elden Ring. Boy. Gave it a go. Gave it a good college try, you know. Tried the multiplayer, you know, it was super cash is what it was, and it's just not hardcore enough for me. You just want to go me, you, me for these last ones? No, me, you, John, because we did two, oh, two, okay. two. Now we'll do That's one, true. two, three. Well, I know John wanted to do one more because you were all he's gonna do. He's going to F and do one more. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> okay, uh, next up, Vince, straightforward. Out of you three, who is the best gamer? Interpret how you please. Love you. P.S. Love you, John. Overblown truth. I read this email uh, and I kind of thought it this way. I think it depends on the game. Yes. I'm not going to be one that says, oh, I'm better. So I'm going to give you an example. Chris dominated me at Madden. He beat me 64 times. I beat him once. But if Chris plays Call of Duty, he's not going to be on the leaderboard. I'm not. (laughs) You know? John's really good at things like Division 2, but he punches the heck out of air in in fighter games. So I don't it just depends on what we what we play. Uh, yeah. Oh man, I suck. You it. know, <laughs> together we have really fun times. I don't know who we could think is the best gamer. I think it would depend on it, I what think game, it, yeah, simply. I think it's like that like, you know, for instance, all three of us are inexperienced or completely really inexperienced and foreign to something like League of Legends or Dota. Who could figure it out the fastest? I don't know, but I know this. It would be an S show for about five hours for all of us, regardless. I'm sorry. I thought Chris was going to say, who would figure it out the fastest? I don't know, but I know it would be me. (laughs) (laughs) That would be a Chris line, right? Probably. And I think it would would be Chris. It's got that, it seems like it's got that analytical approach to it. And I think Chris... I think Chris would break out the spreadsheets when it came to League of Legends. He would figure that stuff out quick. Yeah, I would. I would um, have to. That's know. a good homework question. Uh, who owns the most cat categories? I see what you did there. He's referring back to the cat, John the stray. Yeah. <laughs> but I would, I would like to look at my games catalog and maybe, maybe that's, that seems like a pretty hefty like, homework assignment. But list it like what it is. Is it an RPG? Is it a you know platformer? Is it a whatever? And it's like, it's even like weird. It's not consistent. Like for instance, I think I'm better at Forza Horizon, like in those games. You dominated Mike. (laughs) Yeah. And like, you know that, but at the same time, Sean, I've played a lot of Mario Kart together and I can tell you, he's waxed me a number of times. And then I've had nights where I was, you're the guy. Yeah. I was like, I was just on and I'm doing my thing. I've had nights where he's been that way, you know, like I don't know how you take this because we don't do a lot of honestly, especially more so now than ever. I don't think any of us are really into a lot of competitive gaming. You know, yeah. I've done very well at halo. That's probably the one shooter. I feel like I can do outside of maybe, I guess if you want to put in overwatch, but like, I don't know. I've yeah, seen Sean dominate call of duty. So I don't, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm not trying to, to say anything about getting old. I believe the older you get the games that are super competitive, we lose an edge on. Okay. And I think it comes from not only age and slower, you know, response time, but I mean, our eyes like me, I wear thicker glasses than I did when I was younger. I got a lot more in my mind than I did when I was younger. Mm -hmm. Um, 
So I, I do think those kind of games are going to start being harder for me on, but I'm starting to enjoy more of the adventure games and the, you know, the detective games and the platformers and stuff even more so than I ever did. So I don't know. Yeah. What are you playing, John? Um, my time in Portia. <laughs> <laughs> what are you playing? High school game. Yeah. High school game. Well, let's uh, go to the next one. Planet the high school uh, DC Supergirls game, John. Oh yeah, that one. I need to get that. So this is uh, this is a oh, this is good. This is good stuff. I think. Uh, and this is from John. So here we go. Not John. This is from John Marcel, not John John B. So hey guys. Hey. So I powered through and finished the Netflix series. I'm kind of mad about it. Cool, John. I, let's go to the next email. <laughs> I enjoyed the story about Jade and Billy as kids. I got to tell you, I felt that the story was more interesting than the adult story. By the end of it, I didn't care if the series came back for season two or not. He's talking about Resident Evil. However, I used the power of math to convince my wife. Your wife. To let me buy the RE2 and 3 remakes. That is a smart woman. On the Xbox store, I saw a bundle on sale for $24 and explained, and this is a quote from John, I can get the Resident Evil 2 remake for $50 and the Resident Evil 3 remake for $30 or I can buy the bundle that has both for $24. And that's bundle, how you sell it. Bundle rhymes with grundle. <laughs> it does. But that that way you don't give her an out. You're like I'm going to buy it either way. You tell me which one makes more sense. I that's just checked his uh I just checked the math, guys. Oh, I, I well, you know, it, wife is smart. She comes back and she says she doesn't understand how that math makes any sense. <laughs> but regardless, I now own the bundle and have been replaying both games. This is John talking directly to John. John, I've been waiting to hear your thoughts on the DLC for Resident Evil Village. I'm hella excited to play it in third person and go back to the village as Rose. What are your thoughts on it? I'm just too busy looking at this super cute kid you got here. Well, that's a spoiler. Because we're not there yet, but that's right. fine. But aren't you um, selling your Resident Evil game or gave it away or something? <laughs> say that again. Aren't you giving away Village? Are you going to be? Are you going to play the the it'll uh, DLC? Come, it'll come out. It's it's kind of a game that I would own digitally. So, um, yeah, yeah, makes sense. I would I would just get the whatever bundle that it comes with. Uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm excited about that uh, DLC. I'm also excited about playing as Ethan in third person. I think that would be pretty cool. And then to the mercenary modes, they're adding the villains to it, like Dimitrescu. That's going to be fun to do. Um, gosh, I hope I don't have to get any more plat oh, any more trophies for that. But if I do, I'll do it because at least you know she's just a wonderful lady. Lady. Speaking of wonderful, and not in the same sense of of her her claw hand. Um, lastly, John Marcel's son was born on July 13th, ladies and sorry, gentlemen, sorry. Waiting at, weighing in at 8.5 pounds. Uh, John says he never wanted kids, and I really struggle with handling my emotions, as in it's hard for me to make an emotional connection with someone. So leading up to his birth, I was really concerned about how I would feel. Would I feel any different that I have for the last couple of years? Or would I get this wave of emotions that rushes over me? 
These were all question marks he had, right? Well, check this out. The doctors handed me my son and he was looking at me. And I remember thinking, holy S, this is my son. I have to love and protect him at all costs. And every day when I come home from work, he is the first person I want to see. Hope you don't mind if I include a few pictures. John, our John has already told you guys about that. Talk to you later. And that is, of course, the new dad, John Marcel. And these pictures are everything, my friend. Congrats. Beautiful boy. Very, very Congrats. Uh, and and our, our very own Acid Sugar is congratulating you. Uh, Huck MS in our Twitch chat is congratulating you. And I welcome anybody that wants to. Draven's congratulating you right now. Anybody that wants to write in and congratulate John on being a dad, especially with all of those uh, kind of worries, you know. Well, had we had we been more, um, had, we, had we planned ahead, we would have been able to have like little onesies in our online store that say <laughs> little weekly game chat onesies. That say Phil's little grundle or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, chiming in late right here. D White Dynamite says dynamite for you. Our friend Tito Monkey says grats. So we you definitely got some love, John Marcel, from our community, which gives me all the feels. I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. And John, um, Chris stepped away, but we do have an email from Panda. Ooh. Let's do this. Uh, who by the way on the previous email to John in chat now says Felicidades I think that means congrats from Panda do we yeah well because it's oh, that's I got the real, I, yeah John yeah, I I, I'm, I'm way smarter right. than you I think ahead and everything so this is hashtag fact <laughs> hello John Chris and Sean hello Panda I was just finishing up my day at work when I saw the discord alert my question this week has to do with coming in late. I always come in late. That's to never a, been a problem for me. To, to a console generation. Decided to skip the PS4 because I just wanted to try something different. I was a Sony kid my, my whole life. Missed the 360 era. I finally got around to, PS, to a PS4 with the new God of War. Tried catching up with the PS4 backlog. Love a good backlog. But sad to say... What? I never got around to all of them. Did any of you find gentlemen? He's talking primarily about me. Uh, do something similar. Was there a little? Was was there a title or game that pushed that that pushed you to buy a console, or maybe skipped console generations completely? Keep up the content. Keeps me informed as I deliver packages. Love a good package. All over the windy city. Ooh. Game on Panda Claws. Game on Panda. We got to work out how you can send us a pizza from a windy city. That'd be great. Enviado de mi. That's not real most pizza. Of cash for that. Telefono. That's not real pizza. I'm that Chris, guy. you're not invited. We're not going to your house to eat it. John and I are going to have that Chicago deep dish pizza at his house. John can't uh, have I, that. <laughs> for If it's sent in from Panda, he sure can. I'll talk to whoever I need to. Uh, this is easy for me, and I, I hate when this happens, to be quite honest with you. But it's almost like a right now for me. For me, I skipped a lot of the Assassin's Creed games. And we can say that I missed most of the 360 era and most of the Xbox One and PS4 era of these games because I just didn't play them. I loved them, loved the initial part of the series. But right now, that's what I'm doing. It's going, it's going down. I'm going to finish this story. And I can't wait for it. Boys, do you have anything? As far as uh, console generations, I skipped. So maybe there was a backlog of games you wanted to play? I 
I think I pretty much skipped um, the N64 generation while it was going on. And it was more so when I got to college uh, and one of my friends had brought his N64 that that's when I played things like Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask and, and all that good stuff. Um, Mario uh, 64. Smash Bros. Smash Bros. was probably like the one game I played actually going way, way back to the original. And I guess GoldenEye. That was probably the only R one I really played. But for the most part, I skipped that whole entire generation. I was a Sony. Well, first I was unfortunately a Saturn owner. Then I became a Sony <laughs> uh, PlayStation owner. And that's kind of where I stuck that first gen for that generation. And uh, fun fact, Draven in chat says God of War also got him to buy a PS4, which is cool. Mm-hmm. John, do you have anything in, in mind? My whole life is a backlog. <laughs> You're not wrong. He's not wrong, dude. Yeah. Got I've got a stack of Switch games that are still unplayed or fin or or unfinished. Same with the PS5. Um, yeah. It's tough to be me. But that's my answer, by the way. And he's sticking to it, you know? Uh, almost out of an old old country song by an artist, Colin Ray. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Um, yep, that's a, probably a reference a lot of you won't get, but that's fine. Uh, once again, that was our emails. We're going to pivot over to Twitter. Uh, really funny because um, we got tagged on an Elon Musk question. <laughs> <laughs> so Elon Musk asked, what video games have we enjoyed most over the past year or two? And our good friend Lucy uh, tagged us on it to where I believe it was Chris. Uh, Chris took over the weekly game chat handle and said, that's an, that's like an odd question with a bunch of smiley emojis. So we will see. <laughs> I did we not. shall see. <laughs> we shall see. Mm-hmm. Um, you know how that plays out. Do we have, I don't think we have any direct messages or mentions. Um, I will go, I, I will say that I've been keeping up with our, um, uh, our friend, uh, I don't remember what his name was in chat, but his Twitter handle is at Mikado Corp. Um, I think we all know who he is, but he's been doing his food prep thing, um, and he showed a picture of go ahead and and, and uh, two week food prep. I didn't know you could do two week food preps. I usually thought people um, only did it for one week. Food looks pretty good, except for all those onions. But uh, Mikado Corp is going to dive back into Loop Hero at this point. So I don't even know what Loop Hero is, but it is what it is. Uh, and I think we've already followed back our most recent uh, person. So there we go. If you guys got anything you want to share on Twitter, just a reminder that we do have that pinned tweet right there for Discord. Speaking of Discord, we're going to go see if there's anything that you guys have put in the emails. Yes. Yes. We do have some stuff. Um, Chris, you do remember that last week, Overblown Truth, thanked you yes. for your GPU, GPU help. I just want to remind you that was there because he gave you a heart. And it's important that you don't forget the heart, okay? <laughs> um, Yuri, as of yesterday, said earlier this month, you talked about fireworks on the 4th of July. In Europe, and particularly in Slovenia, we had traditionally fireworks only on the new year's eve and perhaps a special occasion like a summer festival in portoraz a small touristic town by the adriatic coast that sounds fancy 
And then it spread to Christmas and a bunch of other festivals as well as private parties. So yeah, it's been out of control for the last 20 years. We love fireworks. Yuri uh, followed up today with an email in the di- in the Discord that says, just wanted to mention, I started my second playthrough of Days Gone. That's impressive considering Chris just noped out on that game. Uh, that's the game that brought me to this podcast, which is also crazy. Uh, this time around, I'm on PS5, and all of the frame rate drops and glitches from the base PS4 game are gone. What a joyful and smooth experience riding around the forest and avoiding the hordes. That's pretty cool to know that that went away. I got to be honest with you. Yeah. Do you not agree? No, I mean, yeah, that is a good thing. Uh, And I think that was one of the best parts about the PS5 upgrade version coming out there. Right. Yeah. And I think also when it came to PC. So. Well, in uh, in general chat, I do want to point out and guide everyone there who hasn't seen it. Um, D White Dynamite posted a uh, like a a movie type video thing of his cat. I believe it's his cat. Um, the name of the cat is Eerie, and this is D White's disfigured stray cat, Eerie. Uh, and Eerie doesn't have any ears, but Eerie is adorable. Uh, Larrick chimed in uh, not too long ago, about twenty minutes ago. And it says rip Kotor remake and definite delay after they fired two directors in a month. Yeah, I don't know sucks. if John or Chris was aware of that, but yeah, that's that what remember, gonna, that's what John yeah, was we, talking about earlier. Yeah, I, I zoned out when he talked about that. That's part mm-hmm. of what I asked if I had stroked out about mm-hmm. you know all the things. But here we go, ladies and gentlemen. This has been. Episode 366, where we where John talked about Stray, a video game about cats, and he loved it. Wherever you find our podcast, even though currently it's not on Google, please leave us a review so it can help people find us just like you did. Remember, we appreciate and love all of you. If you want to be a part of the show and send an email in, a reminder, you can do that to weeklygameschat at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at weeklygameschat. And of course, we have our wonderful Discord community we have been welcoming people with open arms. Thank you to everyone who watched on twitch.tv weekly games chat. You, you add to the show and you know we love you. To my friends John and Chris, I look at them like I do every week and I simply say game on boys. Uh, game on John. Game on Sean. Game on guys. Peace out everybody. Your mom's box. Thug life.